With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle on the Everything Home, my talk radio show. <laughs> We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots. Our Motivated Monday Live studio audience has been praying before the show since it's Holy Week. Good Friday and Easter Sunday are coming up. Time to get your God on. Start your day this way. Pray, plan, and take action. This is our time, our Joshua moment to save America. Joshua 1, 9. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you. Wherever you go, put on your common sense caps with the people. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's Take Action April. Time to make sure your business, your life, and this country is better. Take Action BLC. Today's topics on episode 302, Grassroots Take Back Communities, Patriots Saving Arizona Wellness, and Personal Growth Recheck. Funding good people and projects. Your faith in God needs to lead. Connecting freedom-loving Americans locally. Peak performance business and take action strategies. Conservative candidates to clean up anarchy Arizona with special guests Michael Seifert, Colleen Biggs, and Darren Mitchell, all delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup is loaded with faith and freedom, love, and take action, achievers. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Who can never be more true? Today's lineup is uh, Carrie Donovan, grassroots leader, precinct committee man in North Carolina and citizen journalist Tracy Kinney, Patriot Party of Arizona, battling rhinos and representing we the people. Bye-bye, elected elite and McCain lovers, Jackie Phillips. Wellness and personal growth recheck, getting back on track for 2022. Remember, be the 2.0 version of YOU in 2022. Ohio Brett Ball, the Christian Revolution.net, a grant-giving organization to fund good people, projects, and good 
things. Pastor Greg Young, host of The Chosen Generation Radio, where everything is filtered through biblical glasses. Your faith in God needs to lead. And sitting shotgun in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox are three special guests. At 1 p.m., Michael Seifert, CEO of Public Square, the app that connects freedom-loving Americans with businesses and communities who share their values. And at 1.30 p.m., a mountain, or we're in Pacific time, Colleen Biggs, Peak Performance Business and Take Action Strategies, plus a female entrepreneurs networking collaboration community. And at 2 p.m., Darren Mitchell, American First Conservative Arizona Business Candidate, for State House in LD3. That's my district, LD3. So be sure to stick around for the entire show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com. That is your take action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com. For more information on today's guests, their websites, their own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information, information. The ultimate resource plus. Breaking news. The COVID fearmongers took a break and now they're back. Elected and selected elites have tested positive. Uh-huh. Fake cases are up and it's all lies, people. L-I-E-S lies, except for the non-vaccine is a deadly bioweapon. But the truth bombs are going to be told today with Dr. Brian Artis, a friend of the show, episodes 2, 23, and 260. Really good stuff on the Stu Peter Show on TV. So be sure to tune in. Uh, one fact you can trust, peeps, you need to boost your immune system. You've got to protect yourself from the shedders and whatever these sick mofos release into your food and water. Yes, you heard it correctly. Food and water, they can do that, and they have been. It's part of what they're going to talk about today on the Stu Peter Show. Dr. Zed Zelenko, Z-Stack, and the new Z-Detox, you know, for those people who took the bioweapon. The supplements has everything you need, and they are affordable. Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. Click the Dr. Zeb tab. Use promo code HOME and get 5% off plus free shipping on both of them. Something you need to be taking daily every single month. Trust me, I've priced them out separately, and they are much more expensive. He put them all together in little pills for you, peeps. Go, go get those. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. Click the Zeb Zelenko tab. It's April 11th, day 757. Gets me every time of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. It's also day 444 of the Joe Biden Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. And oh, Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves and pedophilia on the planet. Yes. Disney. Whoa. Now it's time to meet the partners of Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Today's topics on episode 302, Grassroots Take Back Communities, Patriots Saving Arizona, Wellness and Personal Growth Recheck, Funding Good People and Projects, Your Faith in God Needs to Lead, Joshua 1-9, Connecting uh, Freedom-Loving Americans Locally, Business Performance Business where shall I say peak performance business and take action strategies, conservative candidate to clean up Arizona with special guests, Michael Seifert, Colleen Biggs, and Darren Mitchell. Oh, what a show this is going to be. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. 
first up and making her second appearance on the show is Carrie Donovan. She's a recovering community activist turned grassroots leader, precinct committee man in North Carolina, citizen journalist, and podcast host. Audience, big round of applause for my buddy, Carrie. Hey, my friend, how are you today? I am doing well, thank you. I love this intro. I'm having a great time listening to it. Well, I'm glad. I'm here to please. I'm here to inform, and I'm here to motivate the masses to get off their asses, because you know what? We don't have a lot of time left to save this country and the few little freedoms we've got left. So tell me what's going on in North Carolina, my dear. Oh, we are just getting ready for some big, huge primaries that are going to start here we don't have voting day we have i don't know what is it two weeks of voting so early (laughs) voting voting starts april 28th for the may 17th primary that's insane you know that's that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of everybody should be their first warning sign of ah no we need to change this right away except you know the elected elites the selected elites like the new process and in north carolina you had a huge rally i believe you were there over the weekend is that right i was it was a great rally it was very well attended what, like 30, 40, 50,000 people? <laughs> well, we were in a very, very rural area, so that would have like been everyone in the town and then towns <laughs> over. But it was very well attended for the, for the very rural area it was. And uh, I, I guess there was probably about 4,000 people there. Oh, all right. So that's good. That's good for where, where they mm-hmm. put it. So you've mm-hmm. got um, your state, and I get a couple of them over there in your area a little confused, right? Because there's a couple of real powerhouse players. The attorney, mm-hmm. is it the attorney general, the lieutenant governor, the, uh, the, the, the pastor preacher lieutenant. guy? Is that you? That's you guys, right? Well, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, and he is, he's been speaking um, at the pulpit. He's not a officially a pastor, but he has been speaking at the pulpit. And so that's probably who you're referring to. He is a, he started as a grassroots activist and I interviewed him numerous times, like the day after he did his big activist move, I interviewed him um, and he started as a grassroots activist and moved all the way up to the Lieutenant governor. He is the first black Lieutenant governor of North Carolina Republican and people are crazy for him. So it's gotta be who you're talking about. Yeah, he's the one that just gave the speech that uh, no matter what you do, when out of what you take, you're still a man or you're still a woman, except yep, the person who just got, just got put into mm-hmm. the uh, position of Supreme Court justice cannot define a woman because she's not a biologist. Now, Carrie, are you, exactly. can you define what a woman is? Yeah, I can, but it would be for adult programming. <laughs> no, yes, I can. It's called, you know, female. We know the the yeah. chromosomes, and I think that's, you know, a uterus. That's enough. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's that? pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good right there. Yeah, no beards and a dress. That's that's the definition of woman. Okay, so I get it. I get it. We're, we're good there. So do they uh-huh. have those screwy rules in, in or, or they call them ordinances. That's how they slip them through when you're not looking. Uh, here in Arizona, over the summer, they uh, almost every city thought it was just a brilliant idea. Like they voted unanimously to say, okay, if you're a man today, uh, but you are, if you were a woman today and you were a man yesterday and today you're identifying as a, as a man, woman, whatever, you can go in whatever bathroom you want. So if you and I were in, the, we went uh-huh. to the like, we're going to, we were at happy hour. And then we said, hey, we got to go to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom. We come out and there's a man, a big, 
burly man with a big beard and a dress, like, uh, washing his hands. That's okay. Do you have that in your state, North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina was actually the first state, and I saw – I was standing in the building the day before all of this nonsense happened, and they were getting ready for the – the uh, town council meeting where this was going to be brought up in this bathroom thing. And I remember we were doing a political meeting and we were talking about how crazy is that you're going to, we're going to have this, you know, this meeting about who's going to go to which bathroom. It actually started in North Carolina and it started with a very left leaning um, town council who started pushing for it. And now you see what they've done. They've gotten, they've infected over in your state, but yeah, we have a number of things here. And Pat McCrory was the governor. And he he lost because of it. There was all kinds of crazy stuff going on with the bathroom ordinances, right? I, I remember the day before it happened when things were normal still. And, um, yeah. Wow. Been there. So it is, it is uh, an infestation like the cockroaches across the whole country. But you know, the thing that there is really? very uh, puzzling, but kind of, but not so much, the um, majority of the people are against all of this wokeness and all of this mm-hmm. trans, right? But yet it's being shoved mm-hmm. down all of our throats in uh, what I call the 13 bigs, you know, like the big media, big tech, uh, big entertainment, mm-hmm. big, big pharma, all that. It's, it's all part of that, uh, that push to destroy the American family and destroy this country. They're doing a great job of it, but it's time that we, mm-hmm. the people, really uh, stand up, speak up, and show up and get back into the game, get onto the playing field. You know, they always say God wins, but yeah, he does. But what about you? Are you on the playing field? So what do you want people to do in North Carolina? Because you are uh, an incredible leader out there, not to mention a a precinct committee man. What do you want people to do in North Carolina to get off their asses? Yes, thank you. Well, so first of all, we're in Holy Week, like you mentioned, and uh, Palm Sunday is the day when Jesus rebelled against the government, right? And he said, I'm going to ride there into town on this donkey, and I'm going to show everyone what it's like to be brave and stand up, like you said. So the first thing that we need is we need people to be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable and to stand up against their fears of of cancel culture, okay? So everyone's afraid that they're going to get canceled or not invited anything from not getting invited to the cocktail party to actually losing a job all of those things have happened to me and i can say i understand it's scary but we need you to stand up the more people who stand up the less likely it is that these marxist leftists are going to win and secondly what we need people to do is get into the party as much as we don't like the party and as boring as it is and as much as they try to push us out we need to say no we're coming into the party like jesus rode on the donkey into jerusalem right we need to go into the party and we need to say we're here and we're going to start working as precinct leaders in north carolina we call them neighborhood team leaders We go into the party, we start working the party, we start going and knocking on doors, and we start spreading the good news of conservatism and telling people we're brave enough to stand up, we want you to be as well. The more people who stand up, the less likely it is that they're going to get a foothold. Well, they've got a foothold. They're going to get to the end of their revolution, okay? We're going to make sure they don't get to the end of it. The first thing is you got to be brave enough to stand up. The second thing is you have to get into the party. That's the GOP here. It's the NCGOP. And we can't become um, precinct leaders again until 2023, but what you can do is learn the party, get to know the people, and start volunteering for people who are leaders now. Learn how you're going to run, and then our next opportunity to become the precinct leaders, like the project that we're talking about, is in 2023. But 
at least get into the party and start learning the process. So hopefully that is three action items right there. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I want people that are in North Carolina, since, since Carrie is the leader and putting her on the spot, I want you people, if you want to get involved, <laughs> you want to save your country, you need to contact her. So uh, do you want to do it on, on, uh, on tell on, um, you're, you're, you're pretty popular on Getter. So uh, do that, plug your show real quick. Yeah, sure. So I'm on Getter and Twitter at the same name, at Sayrosa1776, S-A-O-R-S-A-1776. Anybody can contact me at any of those two places um, or Carrie Donovan at protonmail.com. Go ahead and email me. I will answer. Um, and also I've got a couple of different programs. One's on TECNTV.com. That's economics. And I write for uh, David Harris Jr., Ben Burquam, and some other sites. So there's a lot of places to find me if you just Google K-A-R-I-D-O-N-O-V-A-N. Yeah, and just a heads up, in case you Google her, they're probably going to say that she's uh, no longer uh, on the planet. So just want, maybe you want to duck, duck, go her, even though duck, <laughs> duck, duck, duck go is me. just That's as bad. They're just as bad, good, but you just point. try that. Right, yeah. Or mm-hmm. if you just listen to this show more often, you're going to find amazing people like Carrie, and then you don't have to worry about the uh, censorship yeah. when you're trying to uh, do search engine stuff. So Carrie, thanks for coming on. Keep up the great work in North Carolina, and uh, we'll talk to you hopefully next month. Thank you so much. I love the show. Keep going. Good job. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. Just for that, you're welcome to come on whenever. See, it doesn't take much, people. One little comment, and I'm your best friend for life. That's, that's all it takes. Now, what I noticed, what was happening during Carrie's talking, uh, <laughs> all of the streaming services that pick up this show, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all stopped streaming. Mm. Remember two weeks ago when we were doing the Patriot Showcase where we had 25 amazing Patriots on? This platform that I'm actually on shut it down and within 12 minutes, but they also made sure that no one could hear them and they couldn't hear me. So thankfully that actually got back on track. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to reboot the streaming services um, because they're not going through. And I just think that is par for the course. Like literally I'm no Joe Rogan. I'm not a big uh a star into this world. I do have a show on brighton.tv, which is Fridays at 4 p.m. I'm going to shamelessly uh, connect that, or I'm going to promote that rather. I said connect because they're saying unable to connect. So now they're unable to connect. This is unbelievable. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, anybody that's listening, tell your friends to go to Blog Talk Radio. Go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com, and click the Blog Talk Radio link because that seems to be the only one that's working. And that might actually not even be working either. And it's not my setup. It is not that at all. So I'm going to stop the stream and see if I can reset the stream. These people are unbelievable. So the point of my story is this. The point of my story is it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Okay? Just like I say on the show all the time for the past, what, 14, 16 months. One, two, Freddie's coming for you, okay? But that's all right. But we know that we're, there's, there's, there's hundreds of millions of us across the, the globe, and there's tens of millions in, on the, in the country. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The roommate has let me know that blog talk is working, so thank you. So we're going to keep going with the streaming, and we're going to start. We're going to see if we can reboot it here. So uh, anyway, blog talk radio is working. The rest of them are giving me the, um, 
the internet middle finger. That's great, guys. Thank you. Thank you all. But it's really not them. It's the streaming service that goes out to them. So your telegrams, your getters aren't the bad ones. It's now restream. Who knew? Going to have to change that up. All right. So let's do this. 1219. I didn't want to go over. But, um, you know, we got a bob and weave. Bob and weave on live radio. That's what we do. My next guest is Tracy Kinney. She's here in Arizona. She's a political activist, precinct committee man. God, we love my precinct committee man. And um, she's a head honcho over at community development or engagement for the pre for the Patriot Party of Arizona, which is dedicated to restoring constitutional conservatism in Arizona politics. Hmm. Boy, we, this after this session, boy, do we really need that audience. Big round of applause. <laughs> Tracy, your first appearance. How hey, are you, my morning. friend? <laughs> hey, I'm Hi. doing fabulous, sister. How are you? I am good. I am good. This is kind of perfect for you because the conversation you and I had um, off air a couple weeks ago was like really faith-based, right? And you started just rattling stuff off. And I was like, okay, we got, we got another one. We got another one who knows all of these things. <laughs> and the part, the reason why I, I think it is so important, well, it's not even I think, I know through numerous conversations is there, there's, a, there's a huge connection between freedom and religion uh, and fighting for your country and being politically, if you want to call it politically active, I call it in just, you know, being, it's called life at this point. And when the people who are the leaders, the people who are even the participants, you know, we the people, the purpose-driven people, when they lead everything with prayer and God, it gives them uh, the courage. It gives them the incentive, like I had mentioned in Joshua 1.9, you know, yeah. do not be afraid, be, be courageous. And it really makes a huge difference. Um, comment on that yeah. first before we talk about the Patriot Party. Well, you know what? I feel a lot of times I give, I'll, I'll be in the throes of things and just say, you know what? I just need to stop and go get my life right with Jesus. <laughs> I literally will just need to get up and walk away. And I think sometimes we have to be engaged, right? You have to be engaged and aware of what's going on around you. And sometimes we just have to move. You just have to move. Maybe you get up out of your chair off your couch, away from your desk, walk out of your house. Um, and I feel like that's, you ha- we, we just, we have, to, we have to be movable by God and moved by him in order to move the things that we are called to. And, and now more than ever, I mean, Carrie kind of brought it home there and didn't know the, uh, the real meaning behind Jesus coming into the, with the donkey and the, and the, uh, being a rebel against the government there. But I had Pastor Artur Pulowski on my TV show on Friday, and he even said the biggest freedom fighter we've ever had was Jesus. He was literally fighting for your freedom. And I think when people kind of hear all of these stories and they kind of see how everything relates and overlaps, maybe that is finally going to be uh, the straw that broke the camel's back in order for people to participate in their communities. Cause now is the time you, you were teetering on literally losing a couple of the freedoms, you know, the few we have left, but it takes us as a group to get involved. There's many, many groups. There's many, many movements. It doesn't matter if you get which one you choose. You should be a part of many. Uh, you don't have to fly solo. So tell us about what the Patriot party is doing in Arizona to get these, uh, get these uh, masses uh, motivating off their asses because this is it. This is it, people. Well, we, we essentially, we live and function solely right now to secure election integrity in the state of Arizona for the citizens of Arizona. Um, we put our hand to the plow shortly after we witnessed the primary election go sideways for a number of candidates, 
in 2020, and then when we saw what happened with the general election, we knew that our voting system, as widely as it's touted as being perfect in almost every way, is incredibly broken. And so um, we put our hand to the plow to try to get some decent legislation, comprehensive legislation passed to provide our citizens of the state a higher level of confidence that their vote is actually going for their candidate that they're choosing and the one that they've vetted to their purposes. It's been a lot of work with very little results to date, but we're hopeful. Well, the hopeful is good, right? But the problem is for those who aren't familiar with Arizona or ones that do, but they're not paying attention. And again, you need to pay attention and you need to participate. Uh, there are 100%. Rhino Republicans like Michelle Ugonti Rita, who is my state senator. She's running for state uh, secretary of state, but she loves to to uh, kill all of these election integrity bills that are actually pretty mm-hmm. decent. And there's uh, there's Every a few rhinos. One. We've got a, actually we have, we have a lot of rhinos in Arizona, but we have somebody there who kind of uh, was good at one point and then um, just keeps stabbing us all in the back. So this is happening in so many states where the Republicans are in charge, and they are are uh, are saying, hey, no, 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 we love fraud. Fraud is awesome. We well, want to keep it here in our right? state because fraud yeah. rocks. We fraud have to look rocks. At controlling them. Yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. reality the reality is this is that there's big money and there's big power behind the small people that we put in office. Let's not kid ourselves. These people, they're small people. You know, they're virtually nobodies that get elected to office. I mean, once in a while you get somebody that was a former celebrity or has some some notoriety, maybe they were really great in business, but ultimately it's just one person, right? And so if if <laughs> there's money and power that are influencing these people. And that's where we have to, you know, that old saying, follow the money. Well, we have to keep following the money and the trails are there. We can't ignore them. And we keep putting these same people back in office. Great point. And the primaries are coming up in Arizona. So yes, they're, they're a few months off, but in the meantime, we need to do uh, all participate. Again, I keep saying participate because there's not enough participation. So the reason why these rhinos keep getting reelected is because we're not putting in and supporting the grassroots candidates that are 100%. needing to get past the primaries. Yep. So that's, this is why yep. it's so ding, important. Ding, people. Ding. Yeah. If the past two and a half years hasn't shown you that these tyrannical Nazi crazy ass stupid people uh, are in there for all the wrong reasons against we, the people, all states, if that hasn't shown you that that affects every aspect of your life, your business, your life, your community, it can't Everything. be more clear. Every hope they made it yes. so clear. Every, they have. And you know what, Michelle, you just you make you make such a such a, a great point right there without even saying it this way, but I'm thinking if I'm looking at incumbents that were in office in twenty twenty and they got reelected and they're still in office and they're gonna be an incumbent again and they are not responsible for passing a comprehensive election integrity law in the state of Arizona, you're fired. Every single one of them. If their name is a sponsor or a co-sponsor on a piece of legislation that has passed in the last two years to further secure our election, I think they all need to go. Every last one of them. 
Yeah, because they're just not, they don't have the, the intentions to protect the Constitution, to stand up for with the people. Exactly. Uh, or they're just stupid. The, when, when they wiped out all the precinct committee men here with the bill they did a couple of weeks ago, I tuned in to the live streams of what goes on down there at the Capitol, and I could not believe it. I said, oh, my God. So you had some idiot still wearing a mask and then actually talking with the mask on. It's this embarrassing. Mm-hmm. This embarrassing that this is somebody who's been, is an elected leadership position because they're not leaders i call them they're in leadership positions and that's what they're that's how they're they're portraying themselves and that's what they believe in and then i listened to both sides talk and went wow i wouldn't even buy a widget from them wow what are they doing down there what have we done yeah what have we done it is it is i mean there are days that I go, man, I either have to double down and go harder or I have to quit and go home <laughs> because I, am, I just don't, I, you know, it's, it's that momentary, it's like, where, where are we at? Do we double down or quit and go home? Because I, it, you can't reconcile what's irreconcilable. And this is, this is the conflict 100% every minute of every day where you go, how, how, can, I, how can I make this make sense? You can't. You can't. You can't. But you, you, you said you summed it up perfectly. I, you know, I, I even or double down or go home. And we're not at a point where we go home. But here's the thing. The reason why the people that are in the fight are exhausted, which I'm one of them, and a lot of people I talk to are too, it's because there's not yeah. enough of us. If more of us, the ones that are in it, wouldn't have to be pushing so hard, wouldn't have to be fighting yeah. so hard because we'd be able to spread that out over the millions of people. So again, if you like your business, family, and you like, uh, you like you know, having control of your own decisions when it comes to everything, well, then it's time to step up and get in the game. Give the website for yes. you where you want people to go to find out more. StopTheRhinos.com, www.StopTheRhinos.com. <laughs> And, and to give us some grace, we are having we are we are deeply hated and censured. Um, we are we are working uh, just to do the right thing. And uh, you know, put my phone number out there. People can call six zero two four one three seven eight four five. I'm happy to answer your questions anytime. And don't call her if you're going to be rude or you're going to be a troll or you're going to like, don't do that. Don't wait. If you've got that kind of free time and you don't want to participate in uh, the country, well, then go volunteer. Go, go mow your neighbor's lawn. Yeah. Do something productive. Yeah. Don't, uh, do something. don't troll. Yeah, do, do yeah. something productive throw, if you don't want to step on the field. <laughs> yeah, throw, throw, don't throw rocks at the only people out there trying to keep your glass house intact, Okay. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's amazing. Like they they complain and and but yet they do nothing. But yet you're fighting for their ability to be an a hole and complain, and they don't even realize it. Yep. Right? That's the irony. Yep. Yeah. The reason why it you is. can go on social media and spread hate is because we're out there fighting for the fact that you have that freedom to do that. But yet you hate us, so you won't be able to do your hate if they get what they want. Really? Exactly. <laughs> Beyond Twilight Zone. Give the website Wait. one more time, would you, yeah. Tracy? <laughs> Pardon me? I said give the website one more time. It is www.stoptherhinos.com, and that's R-I-N-O-S. Republicans yeah, like, in name only. Yeah, and like no for no mo rhinos, no mo people. No and mo. At this point, <laughs> no mo. It doesn't mean like left and right is is it is over. It is literally the elected elite, the selected elite that are in positions of leadership, 
and we the people. So uh, that is, that's all she wrote. So anybody in the middle, anybody that's independent, anybody that uh, has some common sense left, unfortunately, we can't start our own party, right? We can't call it the common sense party. Yeah. Come with the conservative Republicans and, and let's all stand up, but just, you don't have to identify as a Republican. You can identify as a trans Republican because you're just doing it for that day. That's okay. We're, we're okay with that, but we need the numbers. We need masses. (laughs) Trans Republicans. I love it. I love it. All right. Thanks Tracy. Have a great day. Thanks Michelle. You too. <laughs> uh, thanks, my friend. All right, so we're a little over twelve thirty-one. Yeah, still not streaming. Tried to reboot it. Uh, restream. Way to go, guys. That's awesome. So again, when you're going to be picking, uh, obviously, there's a lot of any of these platforms. They they hate anything that has to do with patriot or freedom or loving this country, um, faith, God. They don't like any of that, right? That's what this show's all about. So, um, yeah, be careful on which platforms you choose. We're going to have to change that up. And maybe the next one we do doesn't like us either. But it it is what it is, people. So, again, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when uh, Freddie's coming for you. Let's get on with the show. Uh, My next guest is Jackie Phillips. She is an author, speaker, and wellness expert who's equipping high achievers with the tools to take their personal development to the next level. Audience, big round of applause. Oh, there it is. Jackie, how are you? Awesome and amazing. How about you? I am good. I'm good. I um, uh, it's, getting, it's getting hot here in Arizona, so you know that, that makes me cranky till about uh, November. But in the meantime, I, um, I want to talk personal growth because if we can just zero in on improving ourselves in all aspects of our lives and our, you know, and a little bit of wellness in there, you define wellness any way you want. I think it'll make a lot of things easier. You know, the challenges that we face, not only in our business, but in our, in our personal relationships and also what's going on in the country. Um, if you're, if you've got the right uh, mindset, doesn't that help out tremendously? Yeah, I think that's critical. Um, I would like to piggyback on a couple of the previous speakers because they really spoke to me. Um, I, I read a book with my grandson this morning about taken from the perspective of the donkey uh, that wrote, Jesus rode on into um, Jerusalem on Palm Sunday and how and, and this donkey just kind of walked through the whole walk. So it was a great walk through me for me to begin Holy Week and, you know, I write about faith, and uh, faith, I think, is something that all of us struggle with at one time or another. When things are going good, then everything's going good. And I started thinking about, well, you know, probably what, what can we do to make our faith better? And the idea just went, well, it's just really simple. When we um, depend on our own strength to get us through whatever it is we're going through, that's not hooking up to the power of Jesus. But when we depend on the Jesus to get us through, not only does that get us through, it might not change the circumstance, but it gives us strength, and it strengthens our faith. So I think that strengthening faith is something that has to be an ongoing process, one that we work at. Um, Just like the previous speakers were talking about, we have to work politically, and we do. Um, You know, we're supporting a candidate. I'm from California, and, you know, we're the crazy state with regard to politics. But there are some Republicans in California, and there are some good candidates who are coming to the force. So I think in addition to supporting 
um, the Republican Party, we need to also support the candidates that we believe in. We have a sign in our front yard supporting the guy that we think is really going to be good, and then I'm going to walk the neighborhood, and I'm going to get really involved in his campaign because that's the way we win. But we also do that through prayer, trying to discern, trying to bring this back to uh, what is the candidates? Who are the candidates that we need to back? Who are the people that are going to carry forward um, this great land, the things that we want to have done? Perfect segue into what this whole platform has evolved into or just our message that we started doing about a month or two ago where it's all about, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to pray, you're going to plan, and then you're going to take action. And when you're planning, when you – it, it, whether it's for your day or for your business or for your life or for what you're going to get involved in your community, like you decided to take the action item and uh, supporting a candidate and then go walk in the neighborhood to let the other neighbors that I know that are still sleeping on the job, you, you get a lot, wouldn't you say, because you're, you're one of those people who does pray. Do you, you would say, so people that don't normally do that and everyone that comes on this show and everyone that I ask when they really, they're like, Oh, well, God put it on my heart or, where God gave me this idea or it came to me or all of a sudden I was doing one thing and then I got this idea, but really you didn't get the idea. It came through God, right? Um, Then all of a sudden the answers start showing up because you took the time to communicate and pray and get to know God and Jesus better. Now that is what works for you, right? And that's what you and I've talked about before. Absolutely. And I really didn't know what I was going to talk about today. Um, But as I said, it all came to me as I was, reading this really wonderful story um, to my grandson this morning, trying to teach him. He's eight, and um, I want to I, I be intentional about helping him to really understand what, I mean, he goes to church and he goes to Sunday school and he goes to Christian school, but we actually had a really good conversation. You know, that, that's our future, um, not, not just our children, but our grandchildren. Those are the people who are going to be taking the reins of this country and uh, I want nothing more than for my grandson to, to grow up and be a godly man. So there's, there's only one person he can learn that well from, and that's me. So I've got to step up with that responsibility. Exactly. So I, I want people to, to listen and just think about what she just said. It's, she realized, Jackie realized that the only person her grandson's going to get this from is her. So she knows it's her personal responsibility to step up and and instill those values into him. So all of you that are listening, you know what your talents are, you know what you, you're really good at or what you believe in firmly, especially as long as it's not something demonic, right? This it's, is good stuff, and most of the people don't <laughs> listen to this show anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but this is your time to step in and take that personal responsibility. And if you want to use the word pay it forward, whatever, that's fine. But it, it, that's, it, that's your role now. And then your role is to find other like-minded people and then come together with them. Because it, it, we stand alone, we're not strong. But if we come together and build our, our little army, it's amazing what can happen. The power of the people, the power is in the numbers. Right, Jackie? Absolutely. And it all begins with you. I mean, you've got to get up and get going. I liked your three Ps, whatever those were. But you got to pray, you got to plan, and then it, nothing take happens action. until you right take action, yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, you got to move. Right, and even if the move, like even if even if you want it to be self serving, right, and you're like, uh, maybe I just want to exercise today. That's fine. We just want you to do 
something different than what you've normally done. Obviously, would love for you to get more engaged in the things that affect uh, not only your life, but other people's life. But if it takes that to just get you started and you're like, ah, I don't care about anything else but myself. Okay, that's cool, right? Well, fine. But at least uh, then get off your own couch and do a little uh, movement, exercise, walk, because then that'll, that'll start the juices flowing and that'll start maybe getting all the other stuff in line. And then you'll kind of come over to our side a little bit more. Jackie, do you want to plug a website or anything else? I, I'm sure you've got a book that uh, just came out or, or one that you want to share with people. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote a book called An Upward Climb Toward Faith, and that's available on Amazon. My website is www. So good to be with you, Michelle. Thank you. Uh, always appreciate all you have to say and your wisdom and the people you bring on this show. Well, thank you, Jackie. I appreciate you too. And I've loved our conversations we've had off the air. So thanks for everything that you're doing. And especially in that crazy state of California, hey, way to take way to take the bull by the horns and go knock the neighborhood. You sound like a precinct committee man. See, people, you don't have to be a precinct committee man to do the duties and actually take back your community and get involved. So thank you, Jackie. We'll talk to you next month. Okay, I'll look forward to it. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. All right, so we are still not streaming. I tried to reboot, and yes, the powers that be have said, Michelle, we will not let the voices of the people be heard, and we will go ahead and shut down the streaming. So um, anyone that's listening, and if somebody says, hey, I can't get in, I can't get the show on my normal ways, uh, just head on over to Blog Talk Radio because they seem to still be working and not shutting us down, not censoring us like a uh, race stream. Hmm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, peeps? We're going to have to yet another thing to add to the to-do list today. And before I bring in my next guest, I wanted to try to keep it tight today, but when there's little glitches, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Um, again, as I said in the beginning of the show, uh, we're in times where some crazy stuff's going to be happening. We've been talking about it for a long time, right? And um, you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared. You've got food shortages coming, peeps. It's already starting. I was listening to Mike Adams today over on Brighton.tv uh, and his show, The Health Ranger. And he said uh, formula. Apparently, they're uh, rationing formula for the, the kids. Boy, do they hate children. You know, they, they, they love pedophilia. But then again, they hate anything positive for children, which is scary. It's a crazy satanic demon out there in all of these uh, positions of power throughout our country uh and, and that's not just government you know the 13 bigs like the big media big entertainment big pharma big lobby all those bigs right just pick a pick a category of something that actually controls anything that has to do with your life those are the bigs and they all work in cahoots with the government but anyway you got to go page you got you can go to the patriot supply um these are all on our marketplace brightionstore.tv Get some, get, get, I can't believe we've been talking about this for oh, a year, but it's really coming to fruition. That's kind of how the you know, process works, like, you know, um, supply chains and uh, planting seeds and, and, and um, crops and growth and then animals like, you know, cows and chickens. You know what I mean? It takes a while to grow this stuff. So it's just a matter of time when you disrupt that by design. So head on over to our marketplace. So you're going to be able to get all kinds of great discounts. You use promo code HOME, H-O-M-E. Make sure you've got your, uh, your, your food supplies, right? This is crazy, like preparedness. You need it. And the number one thing that you can do is get your Zev, Dr. Zeb Zelenko. 
your uh, supplements, right? These are the supplements that has the Q, the, the quer, or the, the Q, the quercetin, the vitamin C, the Z, the zinc, zinc, all those things that you need to be taking this stuff because you're gonna have a strong immune system. You're gonna go out on that battlefield. You gotta be strong. But then you're gonna get people that are, that took the non-vaccine bioweapon that are shedding on you. Plus, then they've got the they've infected the food and the water, which you're gonna learn more about today with Dr. Brian, as a friend of the show on Stu Peter's show. Um, you can watch that over on brighttown.tv, but you're, um, so go, go over and get, get the supplements. They're totally, they're, they're, I don't want to say cheap. They're affordable. You get 5% off, use promo code home and you get free shipping. So if you go to our take action menu, everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. And you click on the marketplace, you click on the health and wellness preparedness tab, you click on the Dr. Zeb Zelenko tab. I encourage you to get them and get on the stuff. It makes a huge difference when they're come, these mofos are coming at you with all kinds of stuff because they're releasing more, right? They're, they're, they're just, uh, they're infesting, right? Because they want us sick. They want us to die. Scary truth, but be prepared. It's all about being prepared. All right, let's do this. I want to bring on my buddy, Ohio Brett Ball. He, you know, I love his intro because he says he's a sinner saved by grace. And of course, he's the co-founder of the ChristianRevolution.net, a grant giving organization to fund good people, projects, groups, and good things. It's about time. He just came from the Let's Talk COVID community conference. He's going to tell us a little bit about that and what's going on over at the ChristianRevolution.net. Audience, big round of applause for Ohio. Brad. It's been hey, too hey, long, hey. my friend. Hey, 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 Hi. Michelle. Let's do it. Good to be with you again. You too. You too. It's been too long that we've actually chatted. The texting's just not enough, but thank you for sending photos and keeping me abreast of what's going on, especially you are touring the country. You're like, where in the world is Ohio, Brad? So you're all over the country uh, spreading, uh, spreading the word, spreading the good word, and uh, really collaborating, bringing people together, and going to events. Tell us a little bit about the event you just were at down in Florida. Well, Michelle, it was a blessing. And as you know, Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer and Ohio Brett, we're the co-founders of thechristianrevolution.net, where we're the ones out there that are funding good versus evil, thanks to our sponsors. And I absolutely love getting invited to be an MC or a kickoff speaker. So Ohio Brett had the honor, Naples, Florida, the COVID unraveled event. Wow, wow, wow. What an awesome event. Amazing sponsors, unbelievable turnout, great weather, and such truth shared by so, so, so many great, great speakers. And it was, it was just an honor for Ohio Brett to be part of that truth telling. Who is your favorite speaker? My favorite speaker was the Lord, because we prayed uh, Luke 12, 12, <laughs> let the Holy Spirit teach us in that very same hour the exact words we should say. But you know, mm-hmm. your good friend from San Diego, she lit them up. Uh, she was amazing. And you introduced me to her. Yeah, you were the yeah, one who started that off. And when Karen came on, and the, the audience was just, it, it was amazing. Amazing. And, you know, Larry Pilevsky, uh, Dr. Simone Gold went last. There were some great local speakers that uh, Dr. Nancy Drew, she lit them up, a local uh, doctor there in the Naples area. But, you know, we, we know a lot of these famous doctors that do the, uh, you know, the conference circuits. But it is nice also to get the local legends. And there was another one. Probably my highlight of the show was a businessman. His name mm-hmm. is Alfie Oaks. Alfie Oaks. Uh, seat to table. He was so gracious to come on uh, my brighteon.tv show 
Ohio Brett for God, Country, and Sports. You can find us every Wednesday on Brighteon.tv, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we light him up with some, some great interviews. But he is the owner of a company called Seed to Table. Michelle, dude's amazing. He started mm-hmm. off when he was little selling tomatoes under the bridge, and his family just kept growing. He has over 3,000 acres that he farms in Collier County, which is around the Naples area. He's the largest employer of black Americans. He is 4,000-plus employees, one of the coolest grocery store chains you will ever, 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 ever go to. Hey, Michelle, you would love it. You know why? Because I've been out to dinner with you, and you and I like to have fun. Even though we talk (laughs) about serious things, we can still have fun. Get this. You can order a cocktail while you're shopping. There's a, a live music going on upstairs with dancing. You could pick out your own meat, and they'll cook it right there. Oh, my goodness. If you ever get to Southwest Florida, folks, you got to go say hello to Ohio Brett's good friend, my new friend, Alfie Oaks, and support his Seed the Table. You know why you need to support him? Because he's the guy that went viral because he just made a simple Facebook post. We used to be able to tell our own opinions in America, and he said that his opinion after scientific study and listening to the doctors was that COVID wasn't that big of a deal, but it was an attack. And he also said Black Lives Matter. They're, they're, they're trying to divide us, not unite us. Their owners actually say that they were Marxist trained. They hate America. And boy, did he get bullied. He actually lost over $100 millions of dollars because a lot of the oh liberal God. schools pulled his food contracts. Total joke, but he's so worthy of support. He never wavered, never backed down. Never, ever shut down, never social distance, never, never, never forced his employees to wear masks. If they wanted to, he said, cool, but never forced, never lost an employee, and what a hero in the community. And the key thing you just said was about supporting like-minded businesses. That's what our, that our whole Save My Freedom movement is all about, is bringing together these small business owners, the entrepreneurs, the organizations, the groups the purpose-driven people, the media, the influencers, the people that are all on the same page so you know you're not alone. So when you go into that battlefield, you, you know you've got all these great friends with you, but then you also know that who are, who are the people that I want to support and I want to buy from, that I want to network with, that I want to, to go and, and, and go to their stores or go and, and, and support their, whatever their services are. And that's what is key, especially about what you're doing with your group. You're providing grants and funding for those like-minded people who aren't going to be able to get them from the uh, squishy, woke, typical or groups and organizations uh, and, or even the big corporations. Because, you know, they like to fund Black Lives Matter who burn things down and, and then embezzle money and then actually money launder and buy houses. So the, those you're not going to get those big uh, maybe corporate sponsorships or, or even funding from a lot of these uh, woke oriented um, venture capital or equity funds for your businesses, right? You need small startup money, but uh, you want to be funded by those good groups. And it's, it's about That's letting right. people know who are those groups. So tell them a little bit about what you guys are doing in some progress reports. You got it, Michelle. And first off, it really was an honor to meet you out in Phoenix. And thanks for coaching up Ohio, Brett, as I'm on the front lines out there for We the People. TheChristianRevolution.net. We're super old, Michelle. 
We're a little over six months old. We just launched <laughs> in Buffalo on September 2nd. We've already been blessed to give out, all praise be to God, over $345,000 in grants. And, yes, wow. we funded some big dogs. You better believe we funded Tom Renz, an amazing attorney. You better believe we were very thankful that one of our original partners, you know, she felt this tug in her heart to go and do urgent, uh, acute urgent care. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. We gave her a $95,000 grant and to get her started. But most of our grants are in the $5,000 range. So at the local level, people nominate, hey, Ohio Brett, Coach Dave, you hear about these guys in Buffalo, these guys in North Carolina, these guys in uh, Mississippi, wherever it may be, we want to listen. So we have no budget, so that's why I'm in my car and I'm driving all over America to meet with those local leaders, tell that story, host small events so we can answer questions and drive people to the website, thechristianrevolution.net. Go check us out. If you feel like you're on Team Jesus or you even like good, man, we love to hang with you. Uh, But if you're looking for the website for Team Lucifer, you came to the wrong spot. Because we're going to fund good, Michelle. And, and there's six categories that we're funding. Lawfare, health and wellness, standing up for Jesus outside of the four walls of the church, sports, music, and education. We think that we can really impact entire communities with small grants at the local level in those six areas. Sounds so simple. Sounds like just the right thing to do. So I encourage everyone to go check out the website. And don't forget, you can tune in to see Ohio Brett Wednesdays on Brighton.tv at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, my buddy over at Brighton.tv. And our show is Fridays at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. So, uh, Ohio Brett, what is the next state? And then uh, I got a bump. I'll tell you what, I'm in Florida right now. We're getting ready to go back up to O-H-I-O. I miss you, Ohio. Thank you for sharing <laughs> me with the world and all of America. I'll be in uh, Cincinnati on April 18th. I am going to take a little break and uh, so excited to go with my son to the Eagles concert on uh, April 19th in Columbus. We'll do an event in Columbus on the 20th and then hustle up to Toledo for a very, very special event in Toledo, Ohio, the 21st. And then so honored to go to Gettysburg where I've been asked to be one of the guest speakers at a major Patriot event in Gettysburg. So that's what is next for me, Michelle. But I do want to say before we go, hey, listeners, if you're on this call right now and your ears are working, Michelle is such a true warrior for all of us. Would you please pray over her? Pray over her. She needs needs your prayers. God already knows her spoken prayers. He also knows her unspoken prayers. So let's, let's lift those up. But also, Michelle, she needs funded. So you know how to reach her. Go to her website. Click on donate or write a check. She needs funded. The warriors need funded. So please go do that, Michelle. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. And uh, drive safe. This man is driving all over the country. And if you go to the website, join the newsletter so that way you can be uh, in. uh, in, They'll they'll keep you posted as to the different events that they're going to, the groups that they're supporting, and then also you can reach out to them and – Nominate some organizations, some groups, some people that could use some great funding uh, from the ChristianRevolution.net. And was interesting, he mentioned Karen Kingston. You can listen to her on episodes 278, 284, and 286. Now, those are three ones that are just solo. I cut them out of them and put them in special segments. 
that gives you the, the entire foundation of what you need in order to understand uh, where we are with the uh, quote-unquote COVID and the bioweapons. So that's a good one. Larry Polevsky, he was on the show uh, back in January before this really started to kick in gear and really get insane. Episode 213. The interesting part about that episode that, and then I got I to gotta, I gotta bump here and um, I got to bring on Pastor Greg Young. The interesting thing about that episode it was the first time that I really got a, a, an answer to why people are just so strong-footed in this insanity and this fear and these lies that they're, they're paying attention to that is being spewed and all this propaganda and it's about critical thinking. And it's a fascinating, fascinating episode. It's 213. Dr. Simone Gold was one on one of our brighteon.tv shows um, when we were doing interviews at the Great We Awaken America Tour. And um, who's the other one that he met? Oh, Tom Renz. Tom Renz was on episode uh, 226. That was back in the spring. So, uh, you know, sometimes these great these episodes that are older are great to listen to because it really makes sense of where things are now. And you're like, oh my God, how long has this been going on? And it kind of gives you maybe a little insight and an incentive to uh, pull your heads out of your arses and uh, uh, get into the game. So go check out and join our Save My Freedom movement. Go to SaveMyFreedom.us. SaveMyFreedom.us. Become a part of all this. All of these people that you hear on the show. Their shows are on it. They're all a part of it. This way you can find all those like-minded people and the groups and the, and the businesses that you want to support. It uh, gives you that, that one location for all the information. And that's how we come together and really mobilize uh, and get an army here of uh, people to recruit. And even if it's you don't want to you know, jump into the game, but you want the intent, information, content, you want to push that out digitally, that's all we ask. We all ask is that you participate in whatever way that you're willing to, whatever level of effort you want to put into it. We're giving you all those options. And uh, obviously, we've got our show here Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time and on brighteon.tv Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. All right, let me bring on my next guest. We're way over. But I, I, I thought it was going to be good today. So my next guest is Pastor Greg Young. He's the host of Chosen Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything is filtered through biblical glasses. It's all your faith and God it needs to be in the lead, everybody. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> PG in the house. What's up, Michelle? How are you? Oh, it's been so long since I heard that deep, handsome voice. How are I am good. I'm good. You, you've got a lot to share. I'm just going to let you jump right into it. Uh, well, thank you so much. It is always, always a joy to be with you guys. And uh, I really enjoyed listening to uh, Ohio Brett. That was very, very cool. I'm on in Ohio now on the Truth Broadcasting Network. I'm on... Uh, from 11 a.m. to noon Eastern, Monday through Friday, in a, in Dayton and in Toledo. Oh, that's awesome! Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, you know, I've been talking a lot, Michelle, about what's missing in the conservative movement, and I really believe that what we're missing is the foundation, the rock upon which our nation was built. Our country, I believe, was founded as a Christian nation. And, you know, the left has their ideas. They have their concept. They have their, uh, their belief system. And, uh, and, and whenever we watch our side compromise, 
it's because I believe that we don't have that foundation. Hang on one quick second. We are currently holding for Pastor Greg Young to come back. He put us on a brief pause. Maybe he's getting a message straight from God. I'm back. Are you getting a message straight from God? My my family is like rocking out in praise music in the other room, and (laughs) (laughs) which is cool. Which is great. I'd rather that uh, than some sort of heavy metal, like a satanic worshiping, play the record backwards type. Oh of music, no, you know? they are. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're 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 getting their worship on. They're getting Good. their worship on. Um, but you know, so what God's really been putting on my heart is is to talk to people about how the the conservative side has got to get back to its. Christian biblical roots mm-hmm. and and that's you know when when we talk about life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness and the idea that those are inalienable rights we've got to understand that our founders believed that because they believed that life liberty and the pursuit of happiness weren't something that God gave to them in the same way that government would protect a right or, or, uh, or author a right. That's man giving you something. When man gives you something, he can take it away. When God gave this to us, he literally, Michelle, it's in you. He breathed life into you. He breathed liberty and freedom into you. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are set free. And so freedom is is literally a part of who I am. And so when the founders, knowing that life and liberty and the ability to pursue the word of God says that he'll give us life and give it to us what? More abundantly. And so when when we understand that abundant life is in me, life is in me. Matter of fact, I was sharing this morning on my program from Psalm 112. I'm sorry, Psalm 121, 27. And Psalm 127 says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Now, that's something that a lot of us have heard. But did you know that the entire remainder of that psalm is about children? Oh. You're in, yeah. Yeah. It says, it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. So in other words, we shouldn't be worrying about what's happening because God said that he doesn't give us worry, right? Worry's not mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. And so, and so he says, it's vain for you to rise up early, sit up late, and eat the bread of sorrows. Because that means that we're trying to fix what God has already done. Now, we need to get in line with what God is doing, and we need to be 
acting, faith without works is dead. But then it goes on and it says, lo, children are in heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. So for those that are out there that say, well, you know, where does it say that life begins in the womb? Right here. The fruit of the womb is God's reward to man. And what is in the womb? The child. So where does God say that the fruit begins? Where should we be focused in protecting the, the, the children from the womb? And huh. then it goes on and says, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. And what, where is this? What is, is this Psalm 121? It's Psalm 127. And then oh. verse 5 says, Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. You know, it's just... Uh... Uh, it's it's interesting because you know, everything's about the children now, right? They're trying to corrupt them. They're trying to brainwash them. They're trying to transition them. They're trying to you know kill them. Um, and in yes. the, the non-vaccine bioweapon, they want they want to maim them. They want to disable them. They want to prevent them from being able to make more children. You know, obviously at the appropriate yep. age, not the age of uh, these crazy demons. Um, but it uh, it literally is all about that. And you just pointed out yet something else. I mean, it, it, every single thing is related back to the children. And I, I think people just haven't put that together yet. But there's it, – it, well, it's, 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 it's the whole thing behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's related back to family. Yeah. Because they a, want to strong the community, family. a strong community only thrives where there are strong families. Yeah, and they wanted to destroy God, that. I mean, that. That was the whole intention of the BLM movement. Was one of one of their intentions was to destroy the family unit. And that, well, the Democrats have been doing that since they started saying, "Hey, everybody's got to go." Uh, it would be great to put people on food stamps and welfare, and let the government take care of the family or what's left of your family. When they tried to destroy the fathers in all the black community, I mean, that was their intention. I mean, and they're not. That's not a theory. That's 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 all. Yeah, that's. That yep. is all information that they boast and brag about, like they do everything. They they tell you the evil things that they want to do. We just choose to not believe it for some crazy reason. Well, and they have gone after because listen, they have to get the next generation. They have they have to cut this off at the next generation. If they're gonna change how we're how the world is going to how the world's going to be, they have to start with the kids. Yeah. And I was talking about this on my program this morning. You know, a lot of, a lot of folks argued for years with homeschoolers and homeschool families. Oh, you know what? No, our children must be uh, Christian children need to be in public school so they can be salt and light. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, it's all a lie. It's all a you, lie. You, well, yeah, you, you, you can't send your child. Think about this. And people are waking up to this. You send a child that you have raised for 18 years off to college. 
Ugh. And you've Worst got a pretty good chance that that child is going to come back with an entirely different belief system than you sent them with. And you now, paid for it. If, you wrote a check, uh, PG, for well, like 30, 40, 50 grand, and then you have to somehow unindoctrinate this kid at Thanksgiving. And you're just going, well, what, what? But you knew what you were getting into at this point. I can understand maybe 10, 15 years ago. It was uh, not right. really talked about, but now it's just insane that these parents, I told every, all my friends that are sending their kids to college to go buy franchise. You're better off buying a franchise and having the kid work at the franchise, whether, you know, <laughs> pick a subway, go to subway, buy that. If Whatever. At least the yeah. kid will have something uh, as revenue and they'll actually learn the post and doctoring. I got a bump, but you and I need to do a longer segment. Um, give the website for the radio show and then chosengenerationradio.com. Uh, Yep, ChosenGenerationRadio.com, and they can watch me live 10 a.m. to noon Eastern, Monday through Friday at the website, ChosenGenerationRadio.com, and we are the number one show on TECNTV.com, Monday through Friday, same time live, but we're the number one show, and it's the number one online urban uh, television network on on the net. That's TECNTV, right? Yes. And their okay. player is what's up on my website at chosengenerationradio.com. Oh, that's awesome. Ah, good. You're a good man, smart man, and thank you for everything that you're doing. I'm glad I'm, I'm listening to all this success so you can get the word out more so and all these incredible platforms. PG, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll book a longer segment here very soon. Thanks, Michelle. God bless you, and God bless your audience. Love you all. Thank you. All right, so I'm running a little behind, 108. I was playing around with um, the streaming, and of course, uh, to no avail. Don't you love it? So, yeah, we've got another, another, yet another social media, social platform, digital platform that hates us. Go figure. The list is so long. So let's do this, guys. It's time for Michelle's Patriotic. Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. Uh, are we going to cue the music, guys, or am I going to be able to find it? Where, where am I going? Right this is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Oh, this is going to be a good one. So joining me in Sitting Shotgun are three special guests. First up is Michael Seifert. He's the founder and CEO of Public Square, the host of Refining Politics and Culture, and a proud patriot standing up for the constitutional freedoms and religious liberties of citizens within the United States. Public Square is an app. Yes, an app, everyone that connects freedom-loving Americans with businesses and communities who share their values. Oh, it's amazing that these have not come forward more uh, at at any other time because we've been so indoctrinated we didn't even realize that all these companies, uh, they they hate us because we love this country and constitutional freedom. Who knew, right? Now we know. Now we know. So be careful where you spend your money. And they do this by partnering with local businesses who love and respect the freedoms of American citizens. They're changing the marketplace, and people are spending their dollars differently. What is 
It's all about bringing freedom into the mainstream, connecting freedom-loving Americans locally. It's a great website, and it's a great platform. I encourage you to check it out. Audience, a big round of applause for God and country-loving, common-sense cap-wearing, people-protecting, and connecting, faith and freedom-fighting, success-spreading, community-creating, business-booming, patriotic CEO of Freedom. Michael, welcome. How are you today? I am fantastic. I'll tell you what, though. I don't know that I deserve that glowing review to start this off, but that was pretty incredible. You got me fired up just talking about what we're doing. <laughs> well, and that's the goal is, is to prep you, to get you, get you ready so we can really come out strong, sharing everything that you're doing. But you deserve it because what you've put together is amazing. And it's something, as I kind of mentioned there, I, mean, I little stumbled on myself, but it's something that I can't believe that we didn't really put into perspective or at least prioritize that we want to really know more about the companies and the different businesses and the people in our communities. We want to make sure that we're on the same page, but it just over, you know, this past two years, it's been kind of enlightening where you just go, wow, I didn't know you hated us so much. I didn't know you hated me. Why am I giving you my money? So you can hate me even more and then shut me down on social media. Like what? So it's uh, you deserve the intro, my friend. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's an honor to be with you. And it sounds like we share uh, the same DNA in the sense that we are sort of shopping sooner as well. I mean, we we pinch ourselves often that we're lucky enough and uh, blessed enough to do what we are doing. But then the second thing that we pinch ourselves about is that no one has done it before. Um, This is a need that we've all felt on our team very tangibly for the past few years. We've felt the uh, desire to understand and to know and then to patronize the businesses near us that do love our country because we believe that what you spend your money on is what you will enable to continue. And so Mm -hmm. if I am spending money at businesses that hate me, I'm enabling that hatred to continue and only advance and increase. And so why not actually figure out the coffee shops, restaurants, hotels, electricians, plumbers, and so much more in my local area that actually desire the country that I'd love to see created and uh, and it's been amazing to watch this thing grow. And uh, it's 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 again the the greatest joy in the world that we get to watch it grow, but then also actually experience it for ourselves too. Um, because the need is, like I mentioned, it's very tangible to us in our own personal lives. So we're using the platform every day, and it's a blast to be on the journey. Glad to be talking to you. Well, you know, we met is so the audience can understand how things get connected, right? It's amazing once you put like-minded people together. In, in an area, right? Let's just say in a physical area, like the things that we're starting to do again that we used to do, like, wow, I didn't really change, but just the, the overall, the mood of the country, obviously everybody was like inside and scared, scared for no reason. Remember, fear, fear is um, false evidence appearing real. None of it is real. None of that stuff is real. So we met at the Turning Point USA event where other like-minded people were. And then all of a sudden you have synergy and you and, and, and things happen where uh, you you're, you're, you're finding new contacts to not only network with or collaborate buy and sell from, but you're also finding other ones to like financially support. Because the great thing about what you're doing, I mean, these things aren't cheap people, right? You can't just start an, an, an amazing platform like this. But traditionally, as I was mentioning before, when I was talking with Ohio Brett and them funding small groups and organizations that fund good projects, right? Like everything opposite of say the BLM, traditionally all the money that would come to support and, and invest in a, a company like public square, um, that money usually comes from very woke investors, 
you know, and, and, and venture capitalists and in 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 um and entrepreneurs and also in the um, private equity fund, but you were able to identify the people that were on the same page that saw this, and usually the conservatives are the they they don't they don't fund things like and anything like that because these other groups are doing it. So there's a shift in where the people that do have the funds because conservatives are usually quiet, but yet they uh, there's many many more of them. But talk about that how you're seeing a movement change or the the flow changing of where people are actually investing their money and utilizing that to to patronize and to actually, but in a good way, um, and different businesses and support them so that we can have this community of different businesses and people that are in the community, the regular, the regular people, that they have a place to go. Because that's, that's always been a problem with conservatives, right? Because the left, and, well, I don't want to say left and right, but it's, it's just to get an idea. The left has control of all this stuff. They have control of the Facebooks and, and all of that and even the Googles. So talk about that for a little bit, where you're seeing a change in in how how you were able to put this together on who is investing in it. Yeah, you're spot on. I I want to point out a concept in history. There's a, a concept called the Strauss-Howe generational theory, and the Strauss-Howe generational theory essentially states as a thesis that history repeats itself in 80-year cycles. Um, more, more uh, particularly broken up within that 80 years on four 20-year cycles. So the idea is that every 80 years, there's generally some sort of uh, catastrophe or climactic event that requires the whole world's attention and how the generation that is alive at that time handles that climactic event will determine the next 80 years and whether or not that 80 years is filled with prosperity and freedom and liberty being advanced or is filled with calamity, destruction, authoritarian chaos, et cetera. And the idea basically states that right now we are currently in this sort of 80 year, they call it the forced turning. And so if you look back 80 years, it was World War II. You look back 80 years before that, it was the Civil War. You look back 80 years before that, it was the American Revolution. And you can literally continue to trace this back all the way to really the beginning of the Western world. Us we feel really uh, like there's a true calling and blessing on us being able to run forward in this time in history for such a time as this to secure prosperity and freedom for the next generation. And how this relates to the investors is that there are people in each of those seasons of history that I just reflected upon that have felt a real call to fund the missions that are making the change that we want to see take place. And so we have been incredibly blessed. It's, it's honestly immeasurable to cross paths with people that have said, you know what, for such a time as this, I have been able to earn resource and I want to deploy that resource in a direction that will create the country that I want to see for the next generation and generations to come. So what's really neat, Michelle, is that we've actually been exposed to investors that are saying, you know what, I'm not just investing for the return on capital which we believe will be there, but we're also investing because we want to see return on impact. In fact, I had one investor state to me that he's doing this for his grandchildren and for his grandchildren's children. And so to be on an endeavor like this is, is the joy of a lifetime. And it's really a, quite an honor because um, I, I have such a deep reverent respect for people that have capital that are saying, I realize that my capital can be a righteous weapon if deployed in the right direction. And, so I refuse to just go along with the traditional 
way of fundraising and deploying to capital where the only concern is just the return, I'm actually going to factor in my values into the investment process as well and deploy finances in that direction. And so it, it's really been amazing to see that tide turning. The last thing I'll mention, Michelle, is that you pointed out a little bit of the norm in the Silicon Valley large Sequoia capital fundraising space. For tech companies like ours, it's almost today like a non-negotiable that you have to have a diversity occlusion policy. You have to have a diversity officer on your uh, leadership team. You have to have an environmental social governance policy, otherwise known as the ESG stance. You have to have all these things in order to even have the door crack open at some of these larger venture capital firms. Wow. What's been amazing is that we've taken an adamant stand against all of that. We have no diversity, equity, inclusion policy. We don't have anyone on our staff tasked with allocating or excuse me, um, uh, accumulating more diversity hires or environmental social governance because we are fundamentally opposed to those premises. We believe that people are people. We believe that people should be judged not by their skin color or gender, but by the content of their character. We believe that our goal as a company is to advance freedom for all individuals. And we believe fundamentally that bureaucracy deciding how we can conduct our business all the way to the point where they're telling us how much carbon we can emit into the environment. As a tech company, we believe that ultimately that's an infringement upon our liberties as a business to operate in an economy where the government is supposed to protect our rights, not infringe upon them. And so we've made a choice, we've made a choice to uh, take a fundamentally different route than the overall industry. And what's been amazing is that as we've taken that leap of faith, those investors, like I mentioned earlier, that are seeing through the BS and are saying, I want to prioritize these companies that are innovative, they're on the forefront of something new, this parallel economy, to be able to be exposed to those investors has just been such an honor. So it's, it's been quite an amazing journey on that side of things. I can only imagine what it is like when you first had the first couple of them that said, yeah, this is, what, this is why I'm doing it, because you've been in this industry for a long time. Uh, so you've seen how, you know, the inner workings, like how the sausage is made. And you know that they're all like, oh, they only care about the return on, as you mentioned, investment. Plus, then they probably needed to say they were a part of one of these woke companies because it was cooler to be there for their, their peers, right, or whoever that their, uh, their social networking groups are, you know, at that level. I mean, I could have just imagined when you had your first couple of meetings and they're like, no, 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 I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my grandkids. I'm doing this to save the country. You probably were like, oh, my God, like, um, we're, <laughs> thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. And I can't believe this actually worked. Like somebody feels the same way that I do. This is amazing. And then all of a sudden it was like, like rabbits, they started multiplying and they started showing up and they're like, hey, uh, dude, I heard there was uh, kind of an opportunity here to uh, to make some good here in the country. Uh, you know, your deals had to be like back doors, like, cause no one might, yeah, no, like a certain password, like, um, Hey, listen, uh, uh, the eggs are in aisle four and like, Oh, that's code. Come, come to the speakeasy. And we're going to tell you. Was it kind of like that? <laughs> yeah, certainly for, for, you know, some of the investors, they come out of environments where, um, their, their conservative values probably are not welcomed as much. And so they have to wade those waters. So it's, private as possible but we are i'd say the majority of our investors though are at the point where that you know they're they're pretty much had it political correctness and you know they've said hey put me on the cap table put my name you know i don't mind that people you know name dropped in front of other potential investors because i'm just so tired of this i'm tired of feeling i have to hide and these are my values i'm going to own it i don't care if society says it's radical by the way many of these values that 
society would call radical were like totally commonplace six years ago. <laughs> so it's, it's so funny. The world has changed. We have not changed. We have remained true to our values, held fast in our convictions. And just because the world has delved into chaos does not mean that we have to. And so right. we love objectivity. We love reason. We love morals. We love virtue. We love uh, the act of honoring our neighbors. And uh, it's, it's really cool to see people start to say, you know what, I'm done being quiet. Let's be bold about this. Let's come out and speak easy. Prohibition's over. We're done with this. We're not going to put our restrictions <laughs> on ourselves anymore. We're, we're going to go out there and go. And so it's, it's wild. It feels like, you know, and, and I don't mean to either sound like we are the only company of industries within the tech space that have said, we're done. We're done letting Yelp and Google and Airbnb and Facebook, we're just letting these speak for us. So let's embrace love for country and love for fellow brother and sister. And let's actually see our nation begin to change uh, by us changing in our industry first. And so we feel like we're at the dawn of a new awakening. And uh, I, I think there are a lot of people in the tech space that are starting to realize that technology can be a weapon for good or for evil. And for the last few years, it's been, we actually have the opportunity and to give power back to the people. So it's exciting. Yeah, and thank you so, so much for being a leader and actually making all this happen. And as, as you said, there's, we, you don't need to be silent anymore, people. Be proud of the business that you have. Be proud of, of the values that you have. And this, this app, the, the Public Square, gives you an opportunity to find those like-minded people, to support them, to network with them, and to even communicate it with them. Because not only is it for the businesses, it's, there's a community. So let's talk a little bit, because I know that you – about five minutes or so, um, what, um, talk specifically about the app and the features. And then I want you to, to share how people can uh, get it and start using it. Cause it's great that these things are there, but until people start using them and get in the habit of that and make it part of their daily routine where then they're engaging because the community is only as good as the people that participate. So that's why it's, the, you're in 11 States right now, but, and you're going to be growing into more, but people need to engage within these incredible resources so that more people kind of get the fever and then that they want to start doing this and start getting involved. And then it becomes an, an amazing, amazing tool. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's the thing that's really fun about technology, but it's important that people understand, which is that when you have a platform where the users really are the ones that of the platform that make it special, um, it's important that the users and the businesses really take it into their own hands and make public square what they want it to be. Um, because it's, you know, we have a team out here in San Diego that's building the software, but then it's really given to the people to use and to enjoy and to spread. And, you know, we got to do this together. So it's important that people understand that, um, you know, this is, this is different than a lot of other, other products in the sense that the users actually get to help create it with us. And we love to hear their feedback and we love to implement their ideas for new features. And, you know, this is a living, breathing thing. And so it's, it's fun to be able to do this with our community from around the country and eventually around the Western world. But I, I want to speak specifically to what you asked, which was, you know, the kind of the details of the app itself. So our platform is an app and a website. You can download it on app or Google Play, whether you're iOS or Android. Uh, you can type in Public Square, but you'll see the branding is Public SQ. So you can type in Public Square, will still show up first, but it's kind of a red, white, and blue, purplish square uh, that says Public SQ. You can download it on the App Store or Google Play. You can also find us at publicsq.com. And immediately when you enter the experience, you'll be able to create an account. 
Uh, if you're in one of the 11 states that we're live in currently, we're launching to another five states on Monday, actually, which is very exciting. Oh. So we're going to continue rolling out. We'll be across the entire nation by the summer. But you'll be able to create an account, and if we're not quite in your area yet, you can actually join our wait list there. But if you're able to create an account, you'll immediately be dropped into your state's square. And what that means is that your state basically has its own community feed where you're able to talk and engage about the issues that are important to you. You want to highlight certain businesses. That all happens in a censor-free environment. You are able to share what you want to share. If the First Amendment allows it, our technology protects it. And then you'll see that you have access to a marketplace, and that marketplace actually has over 5,500 businesses that are freedom-loving, conservative. They love their country. They love freedoms for all people. They love the family unit. They love our Constitution and the rights that are protected by it. Um, these are businesses also that's important to note that during COVID, they took a stand against the mandates. These are businesses that never infringed upon the medical rights of their employees or their consumers. That marketplace is awesome. That's kind of the bread and butter of what we do. And then you'll also see there are some additional features. We have a job board. We actually also have what's called a fountain where we'll tell you about representatives in your area. We have a community section where you can actually engage with kind of like-minded groups that are more topic-based conversations. And all of this, again, happens in an environment where your freedom of expression and freedom of commerce are respected and protected. We don't sell your data. We don't even share your data. We have stop gaps uh, in, built into our technology that, uh, that actually uh, keep us from being able to do that. I mean, we are, we are a platform that wants to be about the people for the people. We have a lot of decentralized elements that are beginning to become uh, integral to our infrastructure starting as soon as Q3 as well, which is very exciting. So people will be able to kind of do more and more with the platform platform to cater to their individual needs, and uh, it's, it's very exciting to watch how we grow. I mean, it's just this last weekend, Michelle, just in the last two days, we had uh, another 120 businesses join the platform. So it's, wow. it's so cool to watch how this spreads, and again, we've got every industry in the book, and so I'd encourage people to download Public SQ, Public Square, or head to publicsq.com to get started and join the community, because we'd love to have you. And interact and give suggestions and support the businesses. Oh, yeah. And, they, and the businesses, they can set, set on, sign up for free or they can sign up at a, a paid account. So there's more promotion and advertising. So you have options there. And then get engaged, everybody. Literally, that's how these things can grow. I do have one suggestion for you, Michael. How about, a category, how about a category for um, like either TV, talk, radio shows, podcasts, or media so that way people – can find the messages that matter that they need to know about. How about we stick that on there? Michelle, that is an amazing, amazing idea. I'm in. That sounds great. Right. Uh, okay. By the next time we talk, you'll, uh, you'll see a new category. I can actually pledge that to you, and I can pledge it to you because we've already talked about it. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited <laughs> for it. That's, uh, you're not the only person that is asked, and I think it's a phenomenal idea. People deserve to know the truth, and people like you are the people that tell the truth. And with how some of these uh, different cable entities and websites are shutting down the message tellers like yourself, I think it's important that we be a platform where people are able to get the message out and then receive that message. Direct TV just canceled One American News this weekend. I got wind of that. And so, you know, it's, it's obviously heartbreaking to watch that continue to happen. We want to provide a solution. So, yes, that is a great idea. Awesome. I, I love that we're on the same page. And a perfect example is today. So normally I stream on eight different social media platforms. And today, uh, Restream decided to just uh, not, not send the, the streams through to them. Like when the show first started, it, start, it was working within the first five, seven minutes, and then 
Uh, it's stopped and you can't get it to redo. So they're shutting us down even more so. So having an outlet like yours to not only get the information out there, the media, but the businesses and the communities is, is what the only way we're going to be able to, to, to find each other and to get the information out. So thank you, Michael, for stepping up to the plate and making all this happen. Give the website one more time. PublicSQ.com, www.publicsq.com. And from there, you can enter right there on the web, or you can be directed to our app on either iOS or Android. Awesome. I look forward to working with you guys, promoting you very, very often. And uh, thank you again for everything that you're doing. And uh, enjoy San Diego. Stay classy. Stay classy, San Diego and Michael. Hey, classy, San Diego. Amen to that. (laughs) Michelle, it's an absolute honor. I really appreciate being able to speak with you today. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're great. And I'm so glad that we, our paths cross. And I encourage everyone. It's amazing how you meet people when you actually go out and you communicate and look, look, all of a sudden you just met once and this is what happens. Amazing things happen. So start doing that, everybody, and start opening your mouth. There's nothing wrong with it because you're going to find some amazing new people in your life. Thank you, Michael. We'll talk real soon. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. Oh, this is a great app. So you got to go check it out. Get the app. Go on the website. And start engaging, start participating. That's what this is all about. We're here to motivate the masses to get off your asses in so many different ways. So whether it's engaging in the community, right? Because I want you, if you if you don't want to be a precinct committee man like myself, an LD3 here in Anarchy, Arizona, Matter Corruption County, that's okay. But you need to participate because people that are in positions, elected elite, then selected elite are in in positions of leadership, in positions of power that change your lives, changes your business. It changes your um, what you what you can put into your body, okay? And it changes whether you know maybe a church is open, right? So think about all those things that they've actually destroyed and taken away from you. All those freedoms. It's all about saving your own freedoms, save your freedoms for your personal freedoms, your financial freedoms, and your professional freedoms. And uh, it, it's it, it can't be more clear than now is the time to step onto the playing field. And even if it's something you're like, ah, I'm sure I don't want to get involved with the community. I don't want to run for anything. I'm not asking you to run for anything. I'm, ru- I'm asking you to be aware of what's going on. Who are the people that are making these decisions in your life? And, um, and, and get engaged. And even if you want to just push out some stuff on social media, right, that's, that's important. Uh, because then that's how we get the word out. And a lot of the times it's not even going to be on social media anymore, depending on the platform. Uh, it's going to be you picking up the phone and talking to your friends or when you're out and about having those conversations with your friends or throwing some text messages out. And this is part of what your normal routine needs to be every single day. Again, this is all about becoming the 2.0 version of YOU in 2022 in all of the aspects of your life. It's take action BLC for a re- reason. It's business life and community that whole platform this whole platform that we have here not only is a talk radio show on mondays at 12 p.m pacific time it's brighttm.tv on fridays at 4 p.m pacific time it's the website the patriotic purpose-driven resource platform it's the social communities that we're starting to grow yes it's on facebook but that's just where some that's where people are we're going to take them up there they're going to be a part of all these other ones like public square and red balloon and patriot uh, impact all of these places where you could list your businesses and you can actually build within the community and contact each other. And of course, the Save My Freedom movement, Save My Freedom. And that's where we're bringing all these people together so you can find each other and you can find different groups to participate in. You can have all the resources to get in, involved locally in your communities. And on the, also, the awesome business people. 
the ones that are encouraging you to grow your business. Remember, this is all about growing your business, enhancing the quality of your life, and making a difference, especially in your communities. And we're bringing all of those people together. So we want you to join the Save My Freedom movement. It's, the easiest thing to do is to go to the Take Action menu. This has all of the incredible resources to do all those things that I was just telling you about. And you're going to find all the people that are on this show, all the people that, are, that have yet to come on and, and that are, we're, we have relationships with. So then you can find all these amazing people, right? And you can actually contact them, especially if they've been on the show. You can actually, uh, depending on, for the most part, most of them, you can pick up the phone and contact them or email them and say, hey, uh, I, I want to I work with you. I want to buy your stuff. I want to le- learn more information about what's going on or I want to partner with you. I want to collaborate with you. Again, we're making it easy to find all these messages that matter. Everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. It's 135. I got to bring in my buddy. I got to bring in my buddy, Colleen Biggs. But again, that's where, that's where we want everyone to come together because you'll be able to find out about events. You'll be able to find out, again, amazing business people because, and, or even personal improvement. And you can call it personal growth, personal improvement, whatever. You're a better person. You set a different mindset for yourself. You're going to get amazing things done. And again, you're going to start your day every, every you're going to start every day this way. Pray, plan, and take action. And if you've listened to anybody from today's show, it kind of works for them because they're already doing it. I'm just starting to get into it more so, right? So I'm encouraging you all to do it because we're seeing results. Speaking of results, the next lady is all about results. Colleen Biggs, she's been on before. She's a buddy. She's a great friend. She's an award-winning peak performance consultant, international speaker, best-selling author, host of the podcast, Take the Leap, and founder and CEO of Leap, L-E-A-P, a unique community of tens of thousands of passionate female entrepreneurs who are leading the way to dominate the entrepreneur market. Because again, it's all about being the best version of Y-O-U in your business too. I like to rhyme. It seems to be the theme of the day. So audience, a big round of applause for a common sense cap wearing, center stage speaking, masses motivating, peak performing, leadership coaching, podcast hosting, Community collaborating, <laughs> badass business babe. Preach it, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love when you're talking about Y O U. You know, there's so much that people do not give themselves permission. To do, and that's what you're talking about today. I'm giving you permission to put your business out there. I'm giving you, giving you permission to collaborate with other people. I'm giving you permission to drive your success and your visibility to where you want it to be. And that's the be- most beautiful part, Michelle. It's, it's inside here. And everyone's looking outside themselves for some validation of something that doesn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, well, we wonder why. It's, it's, it's like the analogy I like to use is Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, right? She had the power yeah. within her the whole time. She had the shoes and everything mm-hmm. was about, there's no place like home. She had it in her, but she had to go through this entire adventure of just craziness, you know, look at which of the West and all the, the characters that she met. She had to go through these trials and tribulations, but yet she had the power right there. So we all have that ability. We just choose to make mm-hmm. it a little bit more difficult or we choose to go down these roads and then of course you know you've got that monkey mind and then you go down these tunnels during the day and you're like wow my day started off so great where is it going uh and it doesn't have to be that way it really doesn't so true so true and you know you and i believe in this hands down you either design the life that you desire and life will happen for you 
or you're going to, by default, live life. And it's going to happen to you. So I don't know about you, Michelle, but I kind of like designing things the way I want to see my life unfold. And I'm going to leave the default for other people. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how I want to live my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with you. But it just takes, it takes a couple uh, repositionings. It ca- takes a couple of different maybe mm-hmm. redoing your foundation in order to get into that mindset. Because once people see results, even if they're small, they're like, ah, the light bulb goes on. Oh, this is what they were talking yeah. about. I'm getting it now and I'm liking it. So I'm willing, it's like when you lose weight, right? So when you, when you, when you first go on, and I'm going to use the word diet, even though it's not at the lifestyle change. Yes, we know, but I'm just going to use the word, for example, diet. So you first go on your diet and you're not seeing anything and you're like, God, I'm kind of hungry. And, uh, this exercise is a little much, but I'm going to keep doing it. And then maybe a week or two goes by and you're like, God, I'm really frustrated. And you put on those pants and then you go, oh my God, all right, I'm in. I'm never eating again. I don't care. <laughs> I'll exercise every minute of every day. Mm-hmm. That's how we are uh, conditioned. That's because we're human beings. You want instant gratification yeah. and that's the thing. So what do you suggest people do in order to get into this correct mindset and then give them a couple steps that they can do to implement? Because this has to be daily. It has to be part of in your routine. So yeah. you get this, again, a lifestyle change in order to uh, start living that way as opposed to the way that you were doing everything before. I looked at my horoscope. I'm not supposed to look at horoscopes, but I did. And it was saying these same things um, over the weekend. It's like, really, you just got to do that. Mm-hmm. So what do, you want, what do you want people to do? What's best? Um, well, I would say the very first thing we should start with is gratitude because you can't have the positivity of gratitude and negativity in the same space at the same time. So this is something I started practicing a couple years ago and every single morning I get up and I write gratitude, 10 gratitudes. In fact, I loved it so much. I created a journal and published it on Amazon to get people into the habit of writing the 10 gratitudes every day. It doesn't have to be any more than that, but what are you truly grateful for in your life? Because waking up every day is a gift. So starting your day off with really knowing what you're grateful for. And then I always suggest to my clients and and my normal practice every single day is to be able to you feed our minds with the positive things we need. Like we feed our body with good food, right? If we feed our body with uh, fried foods, unhealthy foods, fatty foods, maybe for me it would be dairy, something I'm allergic to, right? Um, or if I were to eat meat, because that, that really weighs me down, then I would feel crappy. I would feel unmotivated. I would feel heavy. I wouldn't feel good. So yet, in our, in our businesses, we say a lot of yeses to people of things we really don't want to do. We fill our days with a whole bunch of things that really aren't moving our business forward because we've been so conditioned just to do and stay busy, right? Just, but if I do all of this, it, I'm, I'm just busy, right? And that doesn't mean that you're productive or successful because you're busy. You know this about me. I'd rather work 20 hours a week and be uber successful than to work 60. You know, it doesn't make any sense to work all of those hours if you're just wasting your time. So, you know, I feed my mind every morning going back to the morning routine with positivity. So I read um, and do tapping, uh, which is, you know, emotional, emotional tapping, EFT, if some of you have heard of it. 
I also read positive gratitude books. Um, I feed my mind with, you know, the secrets of a millionaire mind and think and grow rich and all of these books about, you know, the atomic habits. What are the things that you can read that you can apply to your life that's going to help you become the strongest person possible, whether it be your mind is expanding, um, your knowledge is expanding, that you can apply that to your business. So I, I really believe how we start our day um, is important. And then, of course, I work out in the morning as well. And I spend a half hour in my mirror and I work out and that helps my body feel good. But, you know, you talked a little bit a minute ago, Michelle, about wins. And I want to go back to that because I had a client that struggled with wins because how many of us set our goals, right? We have this big, huge goal that we set, but we don't put the systems and processes in place for us to achieve the wins, right, to get the award. We need the reward, you know, just like from the Grinch, the award. We need the (laughs) award, and we have to have that. I had a client that was struggling with getting those little wins. And so I actually asked her to sign up for a mile run where she could physically cross a finish line and get a win uh, because she was struggling with that. And it's because we put so much pressure on ourselves, Michelle, to be the best version possible. And I couldn't possibly get out there and do something small. It's like, yeah, you can. You need little wins. I have a bell in my office. And it's a, it's a bell that hangs on the wall that my husband had to put, you know, all these anchors in the wall. And you get to <laughs> ring it. And I ring it every time I earn money. So if I earn money, and not, not money that's expected, but unexpected money, right, new money, I walk up and I ring this bell. It could be $5. It could be, you know, $50,000. I walk up and I ring this bell. And it makes me feel so good to ring that bell that if I go a day without ringing that bell, I'm thinking of what I can do <laughs> so that I can create <laughs> revenue to ring that bell. It's just a that's small, great. fun win, you know? Yeah. Oh, I think that's brilliant. And, and, and for those of you listening, you don't need to go get the big bell, right? You can get like a little small one, huh? right? So you don't have to put the things, you don't have to yeah. secure the anchors into the wall. Unless you want to do that, that's okay. But you could still, you could start small, right? Your, your, your win bell could be small. So at least you could get started. You, you can do that today, right? Um, but I, I like the fact that you're, you're rewarding yourself with, with small little things. Because if you think about it, there's probably so many people that don't necessarily even get that unexpected money or they don't even acknowledge it and Mm -hmm. you're doing that and it it changes, it changes your mindset and it changes, like you just said, if I don't ring that bell, I'm trying to think of ways that I can, how am I going to, how am I going to finish my Mm -hmm. day ringing that bell today? See, but see that, that already shifted, that always shifted your direction on where you're kind of doing some focusing, which then we know that when, when we're attracting things and we're in that, we're in that lane, then that money is just going to, right. The money starts, it's, it's, it's wants to get to you, right? Money, money, money likes to go where it's welcome. It's, that's why it's called the, you know, it's a currency because it's staying current. So it's like, ah, oh, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to go today. And then all of a sudden you're, you're going, Hey, where am I going to find, how I got to be able to ring my bell. And the money's like, Ooh, found a spot. Boom. So that's kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm simplifying it, but that's kind of actually how all this mm-hmm. works. Yes. It's very simple. And another really good piece that so many individuals lack, and I did as well when I was an entrepreneur and first started my um, experience as an entrepreneur, was getting an accountability partner or accountability buddy. And this is someone I don't pay 
she doesn't pay me, I don't pay her. Um, and we just touch, you know, catch in with each other once a week. And we have a scheduled 15, 20 minutes where we chat. We've become really good friends, you know. Um, and it's built this bond between us, but we push each other because we're not afraid to push each other because we know that the other one wants push. So if she says, you know, did you close that client this week? And I say, no, she's going to say, well, why not? So I have to answer to her of why I didn't, which is like, well, maybe I didn't follow through with them. I didn't try hard enough. Or I haven't, you know, it's all the excuses, right? Excuse, 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 excuse of why I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And that's why personal trainers are so successful, you know? That's why uh, weight loss centers and orange, someone like Orange Theory are so successful because they hold accountability to the, to the fitness. They hold accountability to the transformation. When you hold accountability to yourself, you will make better choices. Um, I have a group of ladies that we do detoxes together. We don't need to. We can all do detoxes on our own. But since we all have the supplies, we'll pick a week and we'll say, hey, we'll all do the detox together. Because when you're in it with someone else, you know that they might have a headache too or they're hungry too. So you can text them and we can get online and see how each other's feeling and root each other on. And, uh, and just it's just fun to do things in a group. And as an entrepreneur, you don't have all of these other, you know, if you're just a solopreneur or maybe you have a marketing company and a few assistants that work for you, you don't really have a board of directors. And if right. anyone's read the book, Think and Grow Rich, he created his own board of directors um, and made up that board of, of people that were long past, you know, already and had passed away. And people that were existing today that he wanted to get into their field of, you know, to have them as an influence. So who are you putting in your board of directors as, as an entrepreneur? Who is your tribe? You know, who are the five people you're hanging around with the most? And, you know, just like I do, Michelle, I want to hang around with other female entrepreneurs and women that are motivated, that have, you know, fun energy, that enjoy life, that want to have a good time, because I've struggled with having fun over the years, and I've decided to surround myself with women that fun was at the top of their list, so I could really be accountable to having more fun. And um, life doesn't have to be hard. It's hard if we say it's hard. I love my life. Every day I wake up thankful that I get to go into my office and I get to talk to people and I get to make relationships and offer my products and services to the world. I get to do that. Who doesn't want to jump up and down every day and be like, this is the best life ever that I get to do this. But, you know, Michelle, I could turn around tomorrow and call you and be like, oh, Michelle, my life sucks. Oh, my gosh, being an entrepreneur is so hard. I got to wake up in the morning, it's so early, I'm tired of all these meetings, and I'm on Zoom all day, and blah, you know, and you would just be like, oh, Colleen, you can't call me anymore. This is really bad. Like, you know, I can't deal with the negativity. Could you imagine being around people like that all day long? They just, they pull you down, but yet we do it, and, and we allow people like that that are the biggest influence in our circle and literally you need to push them out. 
You know, just spend less time with them, maybe mentor them, help them, but don't allow that to seep into your world because it's, we have to stay very focused as entrepreneurs on our purpose. Uh, look at your purpose, Michelle, and the lives you're changing and the experts that you bring on here. Um, you're changing so many lives for people to just dare to, to be their biggest self out there. You know, and not be afraid to shrink back small, but to step into the spotlight and expand their influence and share their greatness. And could you imagine if you didn't have this platform for people to do that? How many lives would change if we didn't have a mountain to shoot, to, you know, shout from? Exactly. It would be a huge That's- absence. It's, it's yeah. a great point. That's a great point. And, and I like how you just segued into the personal relationships in your life. And I was thinking yeah. about when, when, when am I going to put this in there? I'm like, all right, I'm, not, I'm letting her drive. So I just know it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back around because we're going to be able to make this, this complete. And it is so important to put the right people in your life when it's business, but also in personal. And it's okay to remove people that are no longer meeting the same values in the same, that are not even at the same point. Like you said, maybe you can mentor them to an extent, but if, you know, they're depending on where they are and if it's somebody who you might've been great friends with for 10, 20, 30 years, you can take a step mm-hmm. back. I mean, you don't have to say, I hate you, you know, cause you don't hate them. They're just, you guys are on different pages and you know, it's, it might not come back around. And that's okay. So, you know, it's almost like kind of going to grieve the loss, but it's not doing you any service. Mm-hmm. I mean, just over the past couple of years, there's been a lot of people that have, that I've been friends with for a while that no longer have the same values or the values that I have have become so much stronger that to them, it's the, it's like, you know, the COVID most people like are just like, I can't talk to you anymore because I I'm so I'm just woke. I'm like, all right, I get it. Well, that's okay. I don't hate you. I just think you're crazy, but, but you have to take and, and, and it's okay to let those people kind of move on. Um, Just, and I'll give you a perfect example. When uh, we went to your uh, happy hour for your birthday last um, Thursday, which was awesome, by the way, happy birthday again. Hey. yeah, and I said she looked great. She looks great. And um, I met some amazing women that you are friends with. And you're like, Shaw, all the people that I'm friends with now are like this. This is incredible. Like, I need to be around these people more uh, because this is, I, this, it makes such a huge difference. Just the conversations were so amazing. And, uh, and those were just the first, those are the, you know, the, the, the opening the opening act. So I can just imagine. And, and when you get into that, like, as I was given the example earlier, when you see that the pants fit looser, you're more incentivized to jump in and then maybe be all in with the new lifestyle program change that you're doing, or you ring in the bell makes you go, okay, I'm, I'm into this now. Where am I going to, what am I doing today to go get that found money and, and to grow my business because I get to ring the bell. So just like, uh, once you're around those like-minded people, you go, okay, I'm, I, I get it. It makes a huge difference. The energy changes, right? That's what I noticed about when we were all sitting at that table. Yeah. Incredible energy was at that table. The vibrations off the chart. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. And even in the Zoom, and that's the group that you have, the LEAP group. Even the, the they, I mean, yes, they were all fired up because it was your birthday, but I have a feeling that they kind of are that way all the time, just by based on what some of the yeah. people were saying and then the ones I met in person. 
So uh, that is, that's what's key. I mean, getting around the right groups, the right uh, coaches, the right consultants, the right people that are in your life. Yeah. And, and, but then be act, as I was saying with, um, well, I, I talk about it all the time, but was I say with Michael, but you've got to participate. So you can join a bunch of stuff, but if you're not putting your back into it and actually actively engaging and then utilizing those resources and those people and, and, and collaborating together, then you're just spending money. It's like when you have, you go to the gym and you pay every month and you have the, the keychain tag, which I don't even know if they still do that. But back when I <laughs> actually went to the gym, they used to have the keychain and you had probably three because it was like, and you just, you know, and you're like, wow, it's, and I, but I don't go. So comment on that and then and yeah. relate all of that stuff that I said that I just kind of went and gave, gave a long overview, but about why the group that you have is so unique. And then the, the way that you are consulting people and your clients is so different than how other people do it. Cause it is, it is something that I haven't seen before. And I've, I've had um, 370 some people on the show. Uh, that's a lot. in in, in mm-hmm. the past 14, like past 17 months, that's how many people, um, so I, I, and that's not including past life experiences and everything else, 374 partners, 862 segments. So a lot of people, but the way that you're doing it is very different. So elaborate on that, would you? Yeah. You know, and I just want to share a quick personal story. My mom, you know, didn't line up with my beliefs and values in my life. And, you know, my husband and I remarried 15 years ago and I have several stepchildren and, you know, all of them have children now, and we have all these grandchildren. We combined our family, and we're all very close. And my mom just didn't support that. You know, she was only celebrating blood children or blood grandchildren. Mm. And I said, that just doesn't work for me. You know, if you want to be in my life, you really need to celebrate everyone in my family because they're my kids and they're my grandkids. And she wasn't down with that. So I said, well, then I'm sorry. Um, I can't have you in my life. My mother was very negative and brought a lot of contention and strain to my life. And I know I have talked with so many people, Michelle, where they told me their parents or, or grandparents or brothers or sisters or husband, or especially when it's your partner um, and your significant other, there's a way to limit your time with them where they're not completely out of your life, but limit the time that you have with them because you deserve, you deserve to have a happy life. You deserve to be joyful. You deserve to choose the people that you spend the most time with. And that changes everything. It's because of the community I built and you attract the like, same, like, like-minded people, right? Like attracts like. And women will say to me at the, that group that you came to, and it's pretty much the same every time, you know, we get together, there's always dancing and we have a lot of high energy and the ladies just enjoy being there and they love it and they don't feel judged or feeling like they have to show up as someone they're not because that's the way I roll. And because I roll that way and I'm the leader of the group, that's who I attract. Mean girls don't hang out with me because I don't put up with it. It's just not what I attract. Like I attract women like you that are collaborators and cool and, you know, you just show up as yourself and not one person at that table, whether it was in person on Zoom or at that table in person would have judged you, not for one second, because I wouldn't hang out with someone that did. And if they did, they don't hang out with me because they know that 
That's mm-hmm. just not part of my scene. And so when you attract the people to your tribe that you're looking for, then hold them tight, pour into them, let them pour into you. And I think that's the other big piece. I have really sat back and decided I wanted to be a student and learn from so many of these women. I never feel I'm better than or more successful than or anything than anybody else. I know we're all on the same journey. And if I can help another um, woman out, I will, or a man out, I will. If, if If I need help, I will ask them. And I think that's very important for us to remember. And the more that we open ourselves up to that and have the courage and the bravery to ask for help and have the courage and the bravery to help other people and really take everything off, like kind of show up raw and real as yourself like I do, right? I dance in front of people. I sing. I run my networking events just the way I like to run them. And everyone's always told me it's the funnest networking event I've ever been to. I said, I hear that a lot and we hope you like it and we hope you come back. You know, um, maybe mm-hmm. it's not everybody's jam and they want to be boring and they want to just sit there and go into breakout rooms <laughs> and network. That's fine. But I like to spin wheels and give away gifts and make it a big party because we, we can do what we want in our businesses and how we want to do it. That's what makes us unique. No one runs a community like mine because they're not me, right? Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. me. So no one runs a show like you, Michelle, because they're not you. You know, I run a podcast that doesn't even compare to your show at all. <laughs> it's so different because I'm not yeah. you. You know, you just right. have this zest and this coolness about you and this, like, you know, no BS. And people know that about me, that I'm a no BS, but someone in the same sentence would say, Colleen has the biggest heart out of anybody I know. And it's the truth, right? But I know my boundaries and I don't let people step on me or over me and I'm not going to let them dominate my time. And that's not being rude. I still have a big heart, but I also need to serve myself first because that's the cup I'm pouring from. That's important as an entrepreneur. Yeah, well yeah. said, and that's important too. You've got to, you got to make sure that uh, you you take care of yourself. And back before we we had any we had masks and any of this COVID stuff, the analogy people used to use is make sure you put your oxygen mask on yourself first before you're, yeah, the, like the kids, because you got to make sure that you're there to do to do that. Because otherwise, if you're not there then it doesn't matter. So you have to, and women have that problem anyway. They always take care of the whole family, but they say, you know, you've really got to take care of yourself because if you're not there to take care of the family, then what, what good use are you if you're not looking out for, um, you know, making sure you're healthy and sane and all that. So you're totally spot on, my friends, just brilliant, brilliant and a class act and funny too. Like you're my, you're my, what what, what do we say? My piece of pie. (laughs) My piece of pie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah look, when you first came on you're like you know michelle you and i were both from new jersey we're not everybody's sliced of pie and that's okay and i said oh boy what is the truth it's either it's like it's like a love-hate relationship either you're all in and you like the two, you know you like us or you're just like mm, no thanks i i'll pass after literally two minutes of, I, I got enough i I'm, I'm good thanks i'll tap out so um, I, I appreciate you for being uh, my slice of pie too. So um, plug the um, the uh, website that you want people to go to to check out the leap in your birthday special if you want to do that too and and anything on your plug your podcast would you? 
Yeah, so ColleenBiggs.net, that's where you're going to find everything, ColleenBiggs.net. You're going to find out everything about me, everything about my community. You just click on the link for the community, and you'll get the big old $50 off birthday because I turned 50. So fabulous. <laughs> and, uh, and Or you can get a free month. So come join the community. It's not going to cost you anything to check it out, right? You, you get to step into the spotlight on all these platforms because we're all about you your brand and you being seen, you being heard, and you being visible. And I love the, the rebrand on my new podcast, which is Take the Leap with Colleen Biggs. You can get it on any, you know, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. They're all out there. And what I love about this podcast is different from, you know, I've been doing radio just like you, Michelle, and podcasts for, but I've only been doing it for, you know, a few years. I started back in 2019. What I love about this podcast is it's real about, what did you go through? It's not like, oh, great, you're simple now. Congratulations, yay you. Let's celebrate. It's like, where were you? What did you have to go through? What were the tools that you used to get through it? And, you know, where did you struggle? And then how did you get where you are today? And then now let's celebrate where you are today. And, you know, just show everyone that's possible, Michelle. We, gotta, we have to be out there leading the way and moving mountains so other people know it's possible. It's no different than breaking the four-minute mile, right? we got to break those break those um, patterns in entrepreneurship so that people can have more fun, pour more into themselves, and uh, really create the life that they desire by design. Um, because that's the only way to be an entrepreneur. I did not sign up for this to work 80 hours a week, my friend. And I don't. No. And no. Uh, I do just fine. <laughs> more than fine. Right? Super yeah. successful. So, And I'm not working 80 hours a week. Because I, I, I refuse to, and I know uh, where my boundaries are, and everyone just needs to give themselves permission to what, like exactly what Michelle said, put your oxygen mask on first. Take the first time of the day for yourself. Get your mind straight. Make sure you, you know, clock out at the end of the day. Spend the time with the family and friends that you love, because personal time is so important on this journey of entrepreneurship. Well, you'll turn around, and your friends will all have new friends. You know, your kids will all be grown and married, and your spouse will, you know, your significant other won't be there anymore. Because all you did was just pour into your business. You got to pour into you first, and your business will thrive along with you. Your business will thrive along with you. Brilliant nugget. Yet again, my friend, you are. You, you've got it going on. I encourage everyone to go check out ColleenBiggs.com. Or is it com, right? Dot net. Dot net. ColleenBiggs.net. Yep. ColleenBiggs.net. There's someone out there with my name, Michelle. They got ColleenBiggs.com. I don't even know who she is, but just saying. <laughs> well, I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can. I'll, all I know is what, what she isn't. She isn't anything close to being this <laughs> Colleen Biggs uh, because you can't duplicate this. I'm like, I don't even know if you can clone it. I think it would bust the clone <laughs> mod, like formula when it'd be like, dude, we're not doing that. No way. We only got one of those. So I think that you can't even be close. Well, one is a great and thing. only. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on, my friend. I'm so glad that we got a chance to meet in person. I'm going to see you tomorrow, manana. How fun is that going to be? Yeah. And um, we'll, we'll chat yeah, more Yeah, we got then. a VIP night. Yeah. I'm oh, so yeah. excited for that, y'all. So this is how it happens. You become friends. And then before you know it, Michelle's invited me to do stuff. I'm inviting her to do stuff. Now I'm introducing her to a whole mansion full of people that are going to be there for a VIP night. You know, this is how we open doors for each other. I'm super excited to introduce Michelle to people that some of them I haven't even met yet. Michelle will be my first time meeting them, too. So 
you know, competition, not a thing. Collaboration, right. my friends, collaboration. You got it. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what, uh, you know, my, one of my, uh, my themes of everything is, is there no such thing as competition. And once you realize that and you realize mm-hmm. it's about collaboration, look what just transpired in, into what we just described. It literally all just happened um, because one day she was on one of the podcast booking things or her, her people were, cause you know, she's got staff and all that fun stuff. So they were actually, and then somehow they, they said, okay, this might be a good show. And then I messaged her and said, Hey, let's chat beforehand. And it literally was like, but first virtual site, we just, we were talking on the phone. I said, this is, this is like, a, this could really be a new good friend of mine. And then, and then next thing you know, look, look what happened. And that wasn't that long ago. Here we are. It can happen. <laughs> yeah. It can happen fast people. And I'm telling you, this is how you've got to live your life. Because it changes everything within your business, your life, and your community. It's amazing how this all comes together. Colleen, thank you so much. Go enjoy the rest of the day, and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks, girl. See you tomorrow night. Have a great show. All right. Thank Bye. you. Oh, what a great, amazing woman. I encourage you to ColleenBiggs.net, B-I-G-G-S.net. That is .net, the one and only .net. And go see what this uh, LEAP community is all about and, of course, her podcast. And I think you will be very, very happy. And I'm going to bring on my next guest. We went a little over there. So, uh, Darren, thank you for being patient. Um, And I just want to remind everybody, literally, all of this information is is on on our website. But go to the Take Action tab, and we're redoing the website. It just takes a little bit of time. But I want you to go check out the Save My Freedom movement. And I want you to go check out, especially who are here in Arizona. So I want you to look at, which we've been talking about for a week. I was easy on it today, right? I was a little easy on it today. It's about, um, since we're going back into the Arizona mode, since Darren's running for office here, he's running for uh, state, uh, state house representative, my LD3, LD3 here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, we're going to pull it back to Arizona. HCR 2033, right? That's the resolution to decertify the electors here in Arizona. And we were mentioning this a little bit earlier with Tracy Kinney. Um, go check that out because we put together an, an amazing resource. It's a website. We partner with Act for America. So you just go under the website and it gives you uh, it, like a big button right there. Again, it explains what the HCRC is, HCR uh, 2033 is, right? We've got 33 rhinos that think uh, that don't want to, uh, to sign on to the resolution, 14 uh, heroes and 33 zeros. Apparently they think fraud's awesome. They like the fraud. So um, that's not cool. These, again, that's what we were talking about earlier. These are the people that you can't reelect in office. These are the people you don't want in there. So because we obviously know there was tons of it. You just had a new movie come out uh, rigged last week. You have the 2000 Mules, which is Dinesh D'Souza's movie that's coming out. You have the Brnovich report. You have the actual Arizona audit. And you've got all the stuff that Mike Lindell is talking, that is showing and talking about. Dr. Shiva. You've got uh, Joe jo Van... Um, uh, uh, Perlitzer, right? Perlitzer, Jovan, Jovan Perlitzer. You've got um, Seth Keschel. You've got the stuff that Holly and Ash were talking about when they were on the show last week from Cause of America. I mean, you can go on. Oh, even the professor's record, right? You had a uh, professor, David Clemens on uh, our, uh, our talk radio show last week, episode two, two, 300, episode 300. That's a great one to listen to. Um, and then he's going to be on the Bright Town TV show next uh, this Friday. Oh, it's this Friday. So um, without further ado, so anyway, go to the, the Take Action tab, on, and it'll have it at the very top. You click on it. You click on the, the, the uh, big button. The big button will tell you 
we made it so easy. Take less than two minutes. You're going to go ahead and click that. You're going to put a little bit of information, and it sends an email out to all the state legislators. Tell them that they needed to certify. They will not have your support if they don't, if they love fraud. That's basically what it is. Act for America has the technology. We did it with them. Go check it out, and if you want to send them a note on Facebook or tag them or uh, on Twitter. I put all that information on there so it's easy. It's clickable. Boom, boom, boom. There's videos. There's all the documents. Everything is there. So go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and uh, click the top button. You will see that on there and go check that out. And I encourage you to from, do it from every other state, any state. It doesn't matter because it's just the fact that we want volume coming in there so that they actually understand that the people don't want what they're selling and what they're supporting. And we, uh, we actually stand up to these people all over the country, then there's going to be change. But until we do that, until we let our grievances be heard, they will not go ahead and budge because they're using their own opinions, their own thoughts. We don't want them to use their thoughts. We want them to be a voice of the people. We the people. And the good thing about Darren, he's done that before. So he's kind of got a track record and he's going to now do it again. So let me give you his intro and then we're going to bring him on. He's a really good guy uh, who really understands the system, and he's not one of these rhinos. Darren Mitchell, he's a lifelong Republican who got started in Arizona politics as a young activist in the Reagan Revolution. Remember, I met Reagan back in, uh, when I was in college. He grew up in a family construction business and learned the values of hard work, personal accountability, and always doing the right thing, especially during the hot summers. Working for his dad as a kid, he actually went to work. <laughs> Which, you know, a lot of people don't even do that anymore, especially these kids. That's why there's so many problems. We were talking about that all show. Eventually, Darren became a builder himself, and he's now has a successful business with his wife, Sandra. Very small, or I should say, very successful small business in Arizona, which is key. You want to make sure that the people that you're running that are in elected elite positions are business owners or ran a big division in a company or started a business and was successful that sold it. That is a prerequisite. If they don't have that, they do not need to be in office. And that is all positions across the whole country. And he's, the good thing is he's actually been able to survive in up and down times, you know, building the construction industry. So in 2012, Darren served as the Arizona State House as chairman of the Ways and Means Committee, where he pioneered state uh, tax policy that led to tax cuts and job growth for Arizona. Hmm. Kind of what we need now. His leadership also led him to serve on numerous committees, which successfully passed pro-America, pro-Arizona laws that directly helped Arizona families and businesses for years. <laughs> Novel concept. Kind of need that now because we, we're not getting that at the level we should be. And with the Joe Biden Nazi regime and the radical progressives waging war against the American people, free capitalism and the American dream itself, Darren said, hey, I got to get back in the game and save Arizona. So we decided to run for state house representatives in LD3, which is Scottsdale, Fountain Hills, uh, Cape Creek Carefree, et cetera, et cetera. And he's committed to bringing his well-needed experience and conservative leadership to the Arizona capital to take a stand for the American way of life. Darren is a fighter for traditional values. I'm giving him a long intro because he deserves it. And he's never compromised on his principles in defending the American Constitution and putting America first. Audience, big round of applause for a conservative, country-loving, freedom-fighting, business-leading, people-protecting, elite, elected, eliminating, patriotic candidate who's going to clean up anarchy Arizona and put Arizonans first. Hey, Michelle. Thank you. I don't know if you I can deserve live up to that. that introduction. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, I did it kind of a little bit longer because I wanted people to really understand the different 
aspects that you're bringing into this position based on what I have really been paying attention to for the past year that I became a precinct committee man. And then, of course, when they all decided to wipe out the precinct committee man a couple of weeks ago, right. then I started watching the, the um, all the different uh, – the committees and the hearings that they have down there. And I was like, Oh my God, this is what they do. This is who's down there. You've got to be kidding me. Makes all the sense <laughs> in the world. Why Arizona is where it is. So that's why I wanted to point out that uh, you have the small business and you've been doing this for a long time. And then you were in, yeah. you were in the state Six house years. and yep. you were successful and then now you're like, I got to get back in there because this place is a dumpster fire. And it's really much worse than what it kind of appears. Cause we, you know, I, and maybe you can, you can answer this. I've lived here for 26 sure. years, 26 years in Arizona. Ever since I moved here, they've always been ranked at the very bottom when it comes to the quality of the education system. And then, of course, mm-hmm. last year or this year, I, I this past year, I learned how much they actually spend. It's like, okay, wow, that doesn't make any sense. But yes, it does, kind of. And then, you know, we, when they always talk about states people move to, it's always Texas right. and Florida. Texas, Florida, Texas, Florida. And I'm like, well, what about Arizona? What, we should be a part of the trifecta there, but we never are. And then I'm like, then I'm realizing, ah, it's because we've got this rhino, rhino hold on the state where they just won't allow it to be as prosperous as it can be with all the resources that we have and the people that live here that really want that. And it's because of the people we've chosen to keep in uh, positions of uh, leadership and, and the ones that have actually been elected because we haven't been participating. So kind of take it from there because I know you have a lot to say. I threw a lot at you, but yeah, you've hit on so many topics. (laughs) (laughs) But on on, on the education thing, on the education piece, your your listeners would be interested to know that after the Great Recession, when the when the legislature slashed, slashed, slashed the budget so much because they had to, they just didn't have any income from taxes. Those really lean years, 2008, 9 and 10. Our education. Uh, actually, our education uh, results, the positive results, were actually the highest. So it's inverted what you would believe to be true. The less money we spent, and, and the education people go crazy because they know it's true. The less right. money we spent, the higher the results. And so then after that, when I came into the legislature in 2010, we began trying to, you know, the economy was going, we, we began trying to, to refund education back to where it was. And in the last 10 years, we've increased education from the state funding 25%. But the numbers decrease. The numbers go down. And and people should be concerned about why is it when we spend more money do we get poorer results? If you look at Washington, D.C., they spend more money per, ca- per child than anywhere in the country, and they have the worst results. But mm-hmm. we get the unions push this funding mechanism as the criteria of what we should be looking at rather than the results. And And so we're – we get lost in this, this charade, but the COVID experience has been the greatest thing that's happened to education because it's taught parents what their children are being, what their children are being taught, what the curriculum is. And then it taught parents that the teachers don't really want to teach. They didn't want to go back Mm -hmm. to school. And that's helped us a lot. It's helped Republicans because now we've, you know, before when we were trying to fight the education bureaucracy, parents would always come in conservative parents and they'd say, Oh, you know, we love Johnny's teacher. Pay her more. 
And we try to do that at the legislature, but the money doesn't go to the teachers. It goes to the bureaucracy. We can't directly pay from the legislative level, you know, legislate what a teacher gets paid. We can recommend it, but it goes into a silo in the school system, and they get to determine where it goes. So, but now, because of the, the, the COVID thing, parents are now more aware, and they're more on our side, which is what we needed. Um, exactly exactly but, and you know yeah. that's is it one of the things that you, you once you get in there um i mean I, i'm not sure if this is part of your platform but i'm just going to throw it out there because it's kind of common sense sure. and let's just pretend that you've got uh, the republican peer support how about an audit for the entire school budget in that department and then really ripping back and, and, and restructuring the whole infrastructure of the system so you can remove all this middle management where that's where that money is being absorbed and, and wasted. Is it possible or is it so far gone yes. that it's, it's no, whole, you can't because you've got unions and all this other crap that's attached to it? I think now we have public opinion on our side, and we do audits. We have audits, periodic audits, but I'll tell you one of the biggest districts and the biggest fraudsters and abusers of the budget uh, is Mesa Public Schools, huge, huge public school system. Uh, we know, for example, that they, for whatever reason, they were able to get waivers on at least three of their last – this was when I was in office, so I had been out for, for four years. But when I was there, they'd had several waivers where they just get to waive their audit. And from insiders, whistleblowers, really, although they weren't official whistleblowers, were telling us from within the administration of the Mesa Public Schools of all the waste and fraud. I mean, just the, the, really just a waste of money that was going on. And they had to, you know, they, they, they turned over some superintendents because of it. Nobody gets prosecuted. They get fired, and then they move on to another school district to perpetrate their crimes there. But, yeah, we need – what the problem is, Michelle – we need to put teeth in the legislation that we pass. So we can audit people, and, and we do. They have regular audits, but there's no teeth. And so we need, to put, we need to put in teeth so that we can actually prosecute wrongdoing and make it easier for the legislature to have legitimate oversight where we can actually change results. But all we do now is say, oh, there's you know, a discrepancy of what X amount of millions of dollars, and then they go back and say, well, this is what happened. But it, it's not – we're not going after the misuse of money. And so – and I hate to say it because I'm a conservative. I don't want a lot of government in my life, but one of the things I'm running on is for a stronger legislature. I believe in states' rights and you know all the abuse that we've seen at the county level. I mean that's one of the things I'm running on. I want to call back power from the county because it's been so abusive and corrupt. You can look at the election process for that. I want to claw it back. Their powers derived from the legislature. I want to take a lot of it back. And uh, I'd rather have it at the state level than at the local county level. So, yeah, but all the people that are in there, yeah, the people that are in there have shown that uh, they they are they can handle the responsibility of doing what's right and legal. So it's something that they have. You have to remove it. You have to. Yeah, there's a lot. There needs to be a lot of changes. Um, so let's talk from yeah. from the, the business side because I know that you, you're sure. you're small business owner. You've had the, your business for years. I'm sure the things that was passed while you were in there was frustrating, or just the attitude, especially by being um, on the Ways and Means Committee. Right, you're talking about state tax policy yep. and things like that. When I made a comment earlier that Arizona is never mentioned in the states that people want to move to because there's 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have state income tax or they're just booming. And you always hear Florida, Texas, Florida, Texas. Why, what, what, what is, <laughs> what is it? It has to do, it has to come from the legislature. It has to come from the governor. It has to come from that level yeah. that they don't want us to be in that. How could you not want your state to be in as part of that potential trifecta? I do. Um, I do. And so as, as chairman of ways and means, I studied, we didn't just jump into this. We had a two year study committee, which I led on tax policy. And we know that the states that move uh, to not have a state income tax thrive. It, it basically just drives business to your state. And then what you do is you make it up in terms of property. You just have more people paying property tax. And you have more people uh, consuming goods, so paying sales tax. And so I was really excited when uh, Ducey came into office because I personally don't believe in income tax. I think it's, it, it goes against being, you know, entrepreneurial nation that we should consume, we should tax consumption, not income. You know, we should celebrate people making income and wealth because mm-hmm. that's what our country is about. And then we should tax the consumption side. But it, when Ducey came in, he said the same thing because I, I believe in elimination of the income tax. So after a two year study committee, I personally wrote the bill to eliminate Arizona's income tax and I dropped it and you dropped it in the hopper. You heard that where we actually drop our bills. So it's actually a, a real bill. Now, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere, but I wanted to have the open conversation because I dropped it right before the election, before uh, Ducey was running for re-election. He'll never do it. He, the guy is so risk-adverse, he'll never do anything. But he definitely won't do it before the election. But I figured the next session he would take it up, and he's, he's just talked the game. I mean, he's never, he's never even attempted anything uh, seriously, you know, approaching elimination of the income tax. But those states who do – uh, and, and then, you know, there's arguments that will say, well, Texas has oil, Florida has beaches. But, you know, North Carolina and Tennessee uh, are moving that way. They've had serious legislation that's moved along. Those, those obviously, Nevada has gambling. But those, those uh, states are thriving. They, they thrive, and they, they rebound quickly. Um, and we would, too. We just need an extra push to get there. Um, but I'm, it's always been one of my uh, rock hard beliefs that we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have an income tax. And, you know, it's, it's not an easy one. It's not an easy one to pass because it's a, it's a complicated issue. It affects every citizen, every business. We also need to lower our, our, our business tax rate, which has always been a little high, but naturally we do attract a lot of people from California and other States that are exporting businesses, you know, to the Sun Belt. But we don't compete as well as Texas and Florida because mainly because of the tax structure. And in Texas, you have a very low uh, cost of living. You know, their real estate's much lower than ours, so that that plays into it as well. But we should be at the top of the game. I also introduced a bill uh, years ago that was going to create like a, what we call a free enterprise zone in Arizona. It would be a geographical area, and and the the analogy was think of Dubai. Think of what Dubai has done in the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it would create a little Arizona Dubai where we got rid of all, all of the rules and laws that we've instituted over the course of 100 years in Arizona and let businesses come into this enterprise zone and just thrive and create this dynamic engine that would drive the state you know, for generations to come. That didn't get out of committee, but it was a great <laughs> idea. And I still have people who, who are contacting me and say, will you bring back the free enterprise zone, bring back the free enterprise zone? And I'd love to because it's a great discussion. And I think that, I mean, it would be better than a discussion. Um, 
But if you're into like cryptocurrency and, and that space, I, I spoke at a seminar at a, uh, a large gathering a couple months ago or last month down in Chandler, and they kind of want the same thing. When they what they see as the next generation of great economic growth and dynamism for the United States or for for the world is in cryptocurrency and NFTs, and it's kind of the same concept that I was talking about with the free enterprise zone always globally. There's no borders, and it's in that space where people can actually create things out of nothing and create wealth, and it's going to be a huge shift for the future if we, if we don't screw it up and if the government doesn't shut it down. Um, but all these are great ideas. You, you think of all the spirit that created our country you know, generations ago. It still exists, but it's like in areas like that we're talking about, you know, and, and I feel that way about, and I think you do too, obviously about small businesses and entrepreneurs. And, and I also agree with you that people who serve should have that experience. And it's one of the things I've always said, it's, it changes your opinion on topics. If you've been through the ringer on building, if you've built your own business, you know how hard it is. And people who haven't had that experience shouldn't be legislating on businesses you know they don't know exactly. what they're talking about and exactly. and that's that's really what drove me what drove me to run in 2010 or 2012 was because of the great recession and how government screwed up the economy and i thought they should use some business experience down there so we'll so see if they else? want it again <laughs> yeah well you know but it, but it's you know the the, the problem that we've had, at least that uh, since I've been really paying attention the past year, is again you've got people that are down there that are in the Republican Party that don't stand for the conservative values and literally yes. even following the Constitution. So we we have they you know we call them rhinos. I mean, I think yeah. they're even it's beyond that, right? It's actually beyond that. They're just Democrats and they just changed the letter maybe to get elected because they don't stand yep. for. They don't stand for any of the, 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 I call them common sense values, right? Common sense. You don't, right. you, you don't, you, you want to avoid election fraud. You think it's a bad idea. That's common sense. That has nothing to do with left or right, yeah. right? I, that's the part where right. you know, there's the differentiation of the two. But um, let's just say we've got, we, we end up getting, we, we got to get those people out. You got to get, and that's where the, the problem is, is we, the people aren't engaged enough to know who is running for what. And, and learn right. about what they're doing and then supporting them and just re, re supporting the person that maybe is already in there uh, rather than looking at the grassroots candidates like yourself who will do the necessary changes. Cause we've got to get the numbers up in order to get things to pass. You have to get these people out. Right. Um, what do you want to focus on when you get in there um, next year? So, so what January, when you guys go into session, in January, so this year, right. and you, you earlier were talking about uh, decertification, election fraud. Obviously, anyone who has is open to listening to the truth knows that election fraud happened. And the deniers of this are just asinine. I mean, there's yeah. just overwhelming evidence. Not just in Arizona. You know, you go to Colorado, the whole country. Georgia, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, it, where it's been exposed. and. It has been exposed here, but it just doesn't get any play. I mean, obviously, the establishment, the media doesn't want to cover it, and they don't. People just move on their merry way. But it's our job in the legislature not to. You know, we have to fix it. And so if you lose that number one issue, if you don't have uh, the public's uh, belief that their voting system is free and transparent and accurate, then you lose everything. You can't, you can't have any legitimacy anymore. And we, 
and then in a free fall to whatever. I don't know what comes after that. So that's the number one issue, and they're not going to be able to fix, obviously, in this session with the, with the numbers that they have, and nothing is coming out of the Senate worth anything because we have whatever you want to call those people, those Republicans that are killing everything, we have them yeah. in the Senate. And yeah. we have them in the House, too, but in the Senate is really tight, and so they're killing everything. So the biggest thing we have to do in the next session is we have to fix this for all Americans. For I don't care if you're a Green Party or Lib, whatever you are, you, we did all, every American deserves a legitimate election system that we can trust. And it has to be transparent so everyone can believe in it and know what's going on. And the rules can't change the day before the election. So that's the number one thing. And it has to be. But after that, we have a plethora of issues. I mean, the, the current administration has just driven this country into the gutter. So, and, and frankly, I'm not really happy with what some of the Republicans are doing in an office here in Arizona, including Governor Ducey and the Board of Supervisors and, and leadership in the House and Senate. So I won't, I won't just blame President Biden. There's enough to go around uh, to, to the school she's in our own party. So we have to, number one right now, before we get to January, is we have to make sure that we take a strong majority. But within the majority, we have to have conservatives. Just getting Republicans elected isn't good enough. We have to get the right Republicans elected. And so uh, I have a group, for example, there's a dozen or so of us, or maybe more, uh, once we've met them all, of candidates, not electeds, but candidates for, for the House and Senate, who have formed an Arizona First coalition, and these are all solid, solid people. Four of us have served previously, so we have track records, or conservative track records. Um, and that will be the new freshman class coming in. And with that experience and that conservatism and pro-Trump and uh, believers in election fraud, is, is, you know, not crazy conspirators. They're all bright people, entrepreneurs, uh, you name it. So... We need to get those people elected. We get them elected. We move in. We choose leadership. We are then able to be in a position to say no to the squishy leadership that we continuously get in both houses. So we'll have a say. We'll have a veto power over the squishies, and we can even promote somebody that may not even know that they're running for speaker or president and, uh, and put them up. That's the biggest thing we can do right there because once you elect the president and the speaker, they're the ones that are going to appoint the chairman of all the committees and they're the ones that, and those leaders are going to be responsible for whether your bill gets killed or heard or like the Rusty Bowers where uh, he puts one bill that he doesn't like in all 12 committees. So it ensures it's death. Yeah. All that goes on because of the leadership we choose. So that's the number one thing we do after we get elected. And then we hold ourselves accountable to passing legitimate election reform. I mean, the big things will be election reform education reform, and I mean serious reforms, because I think we're going to have a new governor that's going to take all these things seriously. I think we're in an era of new things where we can happen, I hope. And we're going to have a strong, conservative freshman class that's coming in after all this stuff's gone on. And the freshman class right now, we have some good conservatives as well. And there are other ones as well. I'm not, I'm not going to you know, throw everybody out that's, that's in, been elected before. But all of those combined are, are going to be in a position to make – really strong changes um, across the board. So obviously we want limited government. So we want less regulations for businesses and less taxes for all of us. We want to roll back the power on the county governments, which have shown themselves to be corrupt and fraudulent. We want, we, and actually probably break up Maricopa County into smaller pieces that are more manageable. 
We want education reform, and I know everyone complains and says, "Oh, we've already taken care of critical race theory." We haven't. <laughs> no, we have not. And it's not yeah. a—it's not just in the schools. You know that critical race theory is being taught and propagated on all the government institutions. You know, it's when they 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 hire these woke policy people to come in to the Department of Administration, and they push these policies. You know, on a, in the seminars to be all the government employees, whether the university or state uh, employees, and it's just rampant to society. We need to weed it out and expose it for the cancer it is and get rid of it and throw it out. And one of the biggest things we can do is push back on this cultural BS that's being pushed on us from the the far left. You know, you see it with the the women, the the men in the women's sports, all that kind of stuff. And so we have our hands full, and, and, and we are going to be very aggressive and very active we're already writing bills and, and, and getting things prepared for January. Obviously, we'll take our eye off the ball. We all have to win our elections. But it takes an army, and it takes people to support us, and, and it takes people who will go out and actually you know, run for office. So. Well, it's refreshing to hear you say that you're putting together bills because you should come to the legislature and be prepared and then – with the because you know what the problems are like it doesn't you, you don't have to take a break from fixing the problems now just because that you're right. not in office that's what i would say is that and the reason that that i really took to you when we started talking when you were telling me that you built this coalition and i said you know my biggest issue that i have with politicians is they always say well i'm running for office and when i get in there i'm going to do this and i said well what, right. what are you doing now and they said, well, I'm yeah. not in there yet. I said, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Because if you look around, there are multiple people that aren't running for office that have put together groups that are in um, maybe in the, even if they're not a precinct committee man, they're just out there. Uh, they maybe created a nonprofit or literally just a group right. of people who are out there doing things and be and taking action and, and creating events or bringing um, bringing light to legislation or identifying some bad people and they have full-time jobs. They, this is not anything that was on their to-do list. They just got fed up and they were pissed off and they're doing something and they're not running. So when a politician says, well, I'm running and this is what I'm going to do when, no, the question is, what are you doing now? And if they say that I'm not doing anything now, then that's not somebody that you want in there ever because they're, they're waiting for that magic moment. No, no, no. You could be doing a bunch right. of stuff. You guys are putting together that coalition where you, you've already making sure that everybody's on the same page and you're helping yeah. to promote each other, but you're going to be putting together the solutions, the bills and, and identifying what the problem is starting to work on it. Now that's part of right. what I would expect all of politicians or people that are yeah, candidates I, to be doing. And they're not well, big warning sign people. When I, yeah, and when I go out and speak, and you know, well, we have forums and, and all types of things around party, uh, you know, uh, clubs and that sort of thing. And I always say this: I talk about my group because I'll say I'll talk about myself, and I go, "Well, I'll show you what I'm doing for leadership. I'm not waiting till I get elected, and I'm not running for leadership. I've done that before, but my leadership, as expressed to you, the voter, is this: I put together a group of 12 people, and we're all like-minded. We've made a commitment to each other." Um, and we believe in the same things. There's 12 of me. And, I, and, and the other person would say there's 12 of them. It's not, I'm not being an elitist. But right. there's 12 of us. When we come in, 
we're going to make a difference. It's going to be a powerful thing. And everyone, and everyone seems to like it. They'll say, well, that's really smart. Why doesn't anyone ever do that? And I go, because it's really hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do. Otherwise, everyone would do it. I'll tell you a little story. Uh, when my last term, when I ran for my fourth term, I was scheduled to be Speaker of the House. I ran for Speaker of the House. I had all my votes. Everybody knew I had, I had more than enough votes. I'd been chairman for four years of the Conservative Caucus, the Liberty Caucus. And at that time, the majority of the Republicans in the House belonged to that caucus, and it helped my race. So what happened was I was running for my last term, and the establishment stepped in. They couldn't handle having someone – I would have been the most conservative speaker ever that I think ever existed in Arizona – and said, no, we're not going to do that. And they ran a squish against me, and all the greater Phoenix leadership – I don't know if you're aware, I'm sure you are, of who they are – and the chain, all of these big and the unions, the trade unions, all came together uh, with all their money in their force and slimed me. And I didn't fight back because I didn't think they could take me out, and they did. And what they did was they instill, installed Rusty Bowers as speaker. And Rusty Bowers wouldn't have been speaker if they hadn't taken me out. I would have been speaker. And what the diff- And I just was at Mar-a-Lago last week, and I was actually had this exact conversation with President Trump. Rusty Bowers wouldn't have been speaker. Do you understand the difference would be when it came to certification if Rusty Bowers had not been speaker? And if you think of back when uh, Mark Fincham couldn't have a hearing on government grounds because the speaker wouldn't allow him, and he had to go out and find a hotel for Rudy Giuliani to come, and none of that would have happened. I mean, these are major things by who we chose for our leadership. They took me out because they couldn't they couldn't take me out with the members. So they took me out on my primary election, and they installed Rusty, Rusty Bowers because there was no one outstanding to take that position. It was a huge upset, and, and he became speaker, and he obviously doesn't believe that there's any election fraud. It's been demonstrated. Uh, he didn't, doesn't believe in decertification. He doesn't believe in any of these things. And when I talked to President Trump on Wednesday, we had dinner together on Wednesday at Mar-a-Lago, and we sat and talked about these issues, and he gets it. He understands. And my job now is to make sure everyone in my district understands, all the primary voters, but uh, the president gets it. And he uh, supports our group. He understands it. I talked to uh, his folks in November when I was at Mar-a-Lago about the idea of putting together a group. They loved it. And then last week I was able to go back and present all of our members uh, bios and, and uh, backgrounds to the president. He loves the idea. He's supportive of it. He thinks we're doing a great job. So that's, that is uh, gratifying for me so, to have his support. I forgot that you had gone to Mar-a-Lago. Do you want to share anything about that real quick uh, that you might find uh, uh, interesting uh, for people? <laughs> it was a, it was a, so I actually went. We had meetings set up. I went to uh, what's called the Freedom Summit which is, I, who did you just mention earlier, the America, um, the, Act, the uh, organization. Act for America? Act for America. So they were there, and they're supporting me. But Act for America is well, in a, well, a lot of other organizations that you're talking about. It has sprung up, and this whole freedom uh, uh, group is basically just that. It's people getting together, and it happens to be that these people are very wealthy, Palm Beach folks that got together, the conservatives, and they want to save the country. And they invite all these organizations, like you know, Act for America, and, save, and there's a million of them, and we all came together and spent the entire day uh, along with Matt, uh, what's his name, from the CPAC was there, and a lot of other folks uh, talking about, yes, talking about uh, what we're going to do and how we're going to win this election. 
and it was really, really exciting. Now, on Wednesday night, I had dinner with the president. Um, that was obviously, a, you know, personally a great thing to be able to enjoy that. And he was very supportive. We've met with all of his different groups. One of my friends is his former uh, fundraiser for his reelection pack, and she's been gracious enough to invite me to all of these events and introduce me to all these people. But it's because we all believe in the same thing. You know, we all believe that our country is on the brink of uh, despair and, and who knows how deep this will go or what will happen. If we are once, and, you know, I've been saying this for years, but we truly are one election, if not this one, the next one, away from ending our country. And I, I know it sounds, you know, like you're, you're trying to get headlines when you say it, but I think it's, you but and it's I true. understand it. No, it's, it's true. It's, it's yeah. True. I mean, it's, and it's this election. It's, just it's true. this one. Yeah. It's this one. There's, there's so, too much and, that they're and, trying to do, and they exactly. are doing that. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 just terrible. And so when when I go back and talk to people, hey, they love my passion, but B, they are completely as passionate and agree with it. And I think one of the things that we've always struggled with as Republicans and conservatives, with conservatives, is we haven't been able to fund candidates. So the GPL and the, and the Chamber of Commerces will fund moderates but they won't fund me and they won't. And that's what we need. And so these people are finally putting up money uh, behind them because they know they have to, or it's all going to be over. I mean, where are you going to go if the country is? That's what my wife and I shouldn't talk about. Well, where would we go? What would you do? You know, if we become another you know, European country and there is nowhere. So we have to, and this is our country and it's, it's, we have to fight and we have to take it back. And I think we will. I feel hopeful that we will, because I think people are now, more people are now aware of just how high the stakes are and they have to do something. And so that's, that's where I am. It was a great trip. I'll be going back uh, in three, four weeks uh, for more meetings. And uh, I'm excited about it because those people that have been involved in national politics and the Trump folks understand that they have to dig down into the legislative districts and the states they are especially uh, interested in this, you know, these swing states or, problem states, and I don't consider Arizona a swing state, but the election fraud states that actually, you know, reveal the fraud, they're really interested in what we're doing and what's going on. And don't forget the border. I'm sorry. We just, we talked a lot about the border too, and I just haven't mentioned that, but uh, the fact that they're involved and interested in putting money there and support is really important. And so I, we just have to get all of our voters out real quickly, a few weeks ago or a month or two ago, a general Flynn endorsed me and he called me and we talked for a long time. And we, one of the things that I was worried about when I go door to door talking to people is folks say, well, we've had all this voter fraud. So when we know we can't fix it in this session because we know that we don't have the, the numbers, so we don't think it's going to be any better. And so why do we go vote? And I hate, I understand it, but I hate it when people say that. And so I had a long discussion with general Flynn about it. He's, our base voters are worried that the vote doesn't matter, that it doesn't count. And I had, I had the same discussion with President Trump. And, of course, everyone's answer is the same, and it's we have to overwhelm the system with numbers, more numbers than the fraud, more numbers than their fraud can, you know, undo. And that's what I tell everybody. You, know, you can't worry about it this time. Be, be cognizant of it. We want to watch the polls. We want to be involved in every step of the process more than ever, video, whatever we can do. But we, we can't dissuade people from turning out to vote because this is the election that everybody has to turn out to vote on our side and we can't risk anyone staying home. 
So that is a, that's a concern of mine. But um, if if they do, I think we're going to see a I think we're going to see a big change. So it'll be a good thing. Well, I want to second that I'm motion. Still hopeful. And, and, yeah. Well, <laughs> I I think yeah we're getting there, but we're 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 not there yet, and it requires yep, exactly. more people. Do you participate? But I want to I want to go with what you were talking about. Um, with people are saying, well, my vote doesn't count. Well, technically, it's not that your vote doesn't count. They just have the ability to manipulate it, or they have <laughs> yeah. the ability to add a whole bunch of other votes that are yep. going to technically kind of cancel yours out. But the positive thing is, and this is what people need to get their arms around and just accept. Again, we're, we always are, we've got to reposition our reality on everything that we have been taught and everything that we've been told and everything that we thought. Technically, most of it's all a lie. So we're doing opposite land, right? We do everything opposite now, right? right? So exactly. it's George Costanza day, right? Remember he, he did everything opposite. Yep, exactly. He got the yeah, job, absolutely. he got the hair and he got the girl. So just do opposite, right? Not a big deal. <laughs> But here's here's the thing, a perfect example of um, we know pretty much all of their tactics on how they do commit the fraud and steal the elections from the computers to the phantom voters to how um, how they have people uh, living in vacant lots to uh, Mm -hmm. anything that like Dr. Frank has shown with the patterns. So we pretty much know now, and then old school dead people, right? That's old school way doing yep, it exactly. or, or ballot harvesting now and then the ballot stuffing. So there, we know how they do it. So when you actually then have the real votes and um, now that there are all of these different groups and awareness things happening, um, we could, when, if they do pull it off again, but then we, we have kind of like you have the backup almost. You have the backup where we're going to have to fight for it again, even though we, we didn't do quite mm-hmm. that great of a job this time around. But we have a better chance. But, again, it is about getting the numbers out. But I'll give you an example. Um, and then I know you've you got to go because you've got things to do. You've got to go campaign. You've got to go, uh, you gotta <laughs> yeah. go build a house. You've got to go build a house and campaign. Yeah. Uh, and, and get more people in your uh, your uh, your your fabulous dozen. I was going to say dirty dozen, but you guys aren't dirty. You're undirty. We dozen. do have a we, we do have a couple more. We just haven't completely vetted them yet. So hopefully we will yeah. be growing. Would be would be nice if you actually had like a a, a full group, so it make it easier for everybody to uh, then we then we know yeah. who to support. Um, but just what they did in Virginia. So in Virginia, yep. they the the past election that they had there. Um, they had about 25% of poll workers and poll observers that were part of the Republican party. And I use the word Republican loosely. It's just because you not, you can't be a Democrat. You have to be something else. And right now that's the only Avenue. So if you don't want to call yourself a Republican, call yourself a conservative, but you have to be opposite of the democratic party. Right. So label it how you want. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's just how the system works. So when they actually put their backs into it and got people to go out to the polls and, and, and be the volunteers and do the poll watching and all of that, they, had, mm-hmm. they, they increased it to about 97% poll watchers and poll yeah. staff and poll people. So that, and then they had attorneys ready to go in case the shenanigans yep. started, where the, the Republican Party, the, the, the national GOP, RNC, stepped up to the plate. So they, they were there for the support system. Um, and that made a huge difference. So again, my point, People need to participate. They need to show up. They yep. need to speak up. They need 
to stand up. They have to get into this game where they are uh, watching the polls. They are not only going to them, but they are actively in, involved in campaigns and in, in, the, in, in the, the polling and the voting process because that's what makes the difference because they, you have to keep an eye on these people. It's like a, a, like a little exactly. kid who he, it's like you take your eyes off for two minutes. Next thing you know, the finger's in the socket. You're like, how did that happen? Like <laughs> the finger is so much bigger than the socket, but you pulled it off and the dog, you shaved the dog. And I literally turned around for two minutes and then, uh, and you did right. a mural on the wall and the kids literally just two minutes out. And that's what, that's what the people do on the other side of, of the other side Absolutely. of, of you know, the constitution, the people that, that hate this country. So yep. it, uh, that's just a reminder. So is there anything else, Darren, you want to share with people, any events coming up that you want to promote? And of course, obviously give your, your, all your website, any social media contacts for people. I'll send, I'll send you uh, a list if you like, so you can promote them, but I, I do have an event. In care, in oh, I, I can't wait to get my hands on that list. You know that. You know, okay. You know that list. I, I did, <laughs> okay. So I did send you a list for all our candidates, but uh, the, the, well, I have a, a fundraiser that is a private home, I think, Wednesday in Cave Creek. So Cave Creek's a new part of our district, so we're trying to spend a lot of time there. I have a, another fundraiser uh, coming up after that next week in Rio Verde. And so we're just, we're just setting up fundraisers and uh, going out and meeting people. And uh, I make a lot of phone calls trying to raise money. Uh, but those are, you know, now that our signatures are done, uh, that's really the, the, the gist of the campaign, uh, a sprint through August. And I do have an opponent, so it'll be a serious race. And, uh, you know, we're just going to run really hard. And hopefully we'll be able to be able to be one of the top two vote getters. And even if somebody is not in the capacity to donate, but they have some time, then you can be a volunteer for the campaign. You could be a digital warrior where you're pushing out content. Because if more people already knew about the candidates that they could be supporting because they share their values, then you wouldn't need to spend money, uh, a, a whole bunch of money on oh, materials yeah. to promote and commercials because the people already knew who the real leaders were. So again, yeah. it's the American people, we the people, the Arizonans that need to step in and pay attention and participate. And then you don't have to be yep. able, you, could you imagine if campaigns didn't cost as much as they did because the people were actually <laughs> paying attention and part of the process? Yeah. Because a lot of it's going up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you think about it, you know, like just say the campaign costs a million dollars, that's a million dollars that literally goes to the air that if it could be used for something like, oh, I don't know, right. build, a, build a, you know, build a, a, a shelter for a home, like a homeless kid. You know what I mean? I'm making exaggerations. Yeah, almost anything. Yeah, exactly. Anything, yeah. anything, but it, if it's not how it works, you know? Yeah. Because so my, my are participating. It's just Darren for Arizona. So it's D-A-R-I-N, my name, and then F-O-R-A-Z dot com. And that's my website where they can find out everything about me and there's contact info there as well. So Awesome. All right. Well, cool. Darren, thank you so much for coming on. I love that we sit together during the LD3 meetings. And um, this is the guy you got to support, Darren Mitchell, because he's He's going to do what's right for Arizona, and uh, I'm being nice. I'm not. I'm not bagging on the other guy, but I, I will here. <laughs> I know we've we got a couple months. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not touching that cool. today, but I will touch that heavily yeah. because I am not a fan, and I will. I will provide tons of information as to why you people will not be a fan too. So, Darren Mitchell, uh, LD3, you the man. You the man. Thank you, my friend. Thanks cool. for coming Thanks on. For we'll sure. have you I on again. It. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Love it. Have a great day.
All right. So there you go. I tell you, we're bringing you candidates here in Arizona and other states across the country, local and national, that are ones that have the same values where they love this country and they're going to do, they're going to fight for it and they're not going to be squishy and they're not going to turn into rhinos. Let's remember the R, R next to you, somebody's name means rhino until they show you they're not. End of story. The number one thing that people that are running for office, so regardless of their level, they need to have had business experience. Preferably they owned their own business. I don't care if it's a solopreneur. At least they were able to do something on their own. Anybody that only has a history of being in politics, that is not a qualifier. That is somebody you should walk away from. If they're currently in office, oh, you better scrutinize the heck out of them. And I can tell you most of them are probably not supposed to, shouldn't be there anymore. So that's where you want to go ahead and look at the grassroots candidates. Because the reason why we're in the situation we're in is 99% of the people that are currently in the office. And we're going to call them all out on this show here in Arizona. If they come up from other states, we can call them out. Um, I definitely will do that. But definitely we're going to call everybody out in Arizona. But if they want to come on the show to, uh, to tango, not a problem. Always welcome. Uh, they probably won't, right? <laughs> I can't can't imagine it, but they are welcome to uh, come on. But we're going to go ahead and start promoting. We're going to put together a list of all of these amazing, amazing uh, candidates. And if there are a few, like well, Joseph Chaplick, he's been on the show numerous times. So and he is my um, he is the other House of Representative in LD3. He's a good guy too. Um, so those are the two that you're going to have for LD3. Uh, and then we're going to put together a special website where you're going to have all that information and it'll be linked to ours. And we're going to do that for candidates all over the country since we are working with all of these awesome precinct committee men that were on our Patriot Showcase show, which is episode 298. You might have listened to that. That is great inspiration. It's long. That's the one that they sabotaged. The digital uh, platforms sabotaged our very own here, which I'm not happy about that, but um, but we, we prevailed, right? I bobbed and weaved and we're good to go. Like today, uh, my live stream's not streaming um, on all like eight platforms through Restream. So Restream's done. Them off. Um, unbelievable. But I'm not surprised, right? So it's just a matter of, it's not a matter of if, everybody. It's a matter of when, when they're coming for you. They already came after the, uh, <laughs> the parents, right? They're domestic terrorists and uh, they're uh, extremists. And then they're coming after everybody on social media. They're coming after the doctors. They're, they're coming after uh, anybody that, that has a voice that's actually saying it. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And uh, one, two, Freddie's coming for you. That's what they're doing. So incredible show today. Amazing show. Amazing guests. Amazing content. Yeah, I'm going to work out all these kinks so that way it can be distributed on many, many more resources. So it's 2.56. I'm going to end it at 3 o'clock because I've got to make sure that these shows actually end that way. And I'm going to really try uh, starting next show to tighten these things up so that way you can get all of the information and get everybody in. And then I can do my segments in between all those sections. Um, it's just, uh, it's just a lot. So with that being said, uh, before I plug some upcoming things, which I put so much stuff in the queue to share with everybody, but it just ran out of time. 
we're out of time. Um, but I love the quote. I'm going to read it to you again. I'm going to keep an eye on the time. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. So it is time to all participate, and it is time for to get on the playing field. This is our Joshua moment. And I'm going to read it. Joshua moment one nine. This is Joshua one nine. This is my command: be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So do not fear, fear false evidence appearing real. Do not be afraid. Three hundred sixty-five times in the Bible, one for each day of the year, to remind you that you don't have to be afraid. You're not doing this on your own. But if people don't know who you are, then how do we know? Uh, we want to give you that support. So join our Save My Freedom movement. Save My Freedom movements for small businesses, uh, entrepreneurs, purpose-driven people, uh, people, candidates, um, groups, nonprofit organizations, media, influencers, you name it. You love this country. You're part of this freedom movement. Even if you're freedom, you're thinking about it. Freedom, your personal freedom, your financial freedom, and your professional freedom. It literally, it doesn't have to be just your health freedoms. All right, I'm going to go over just a few minutes here. It um, doesn't have to be just concerned about your health or your medical freedoms or your religious freedoms. It's everything in your life, right? So we want to bring all those people together. With perfect example, we're bringing in the groups. We're bringing in the businesses that have the platforms. So you can find the like-minded businesses like Public Square today. And then the, all of these amazing groups, these candidates, you go, how will I find them? How do I keep track? We're doing it here on the platform, the Patriotic Purpose Driven Resource Platform. Again, the website's being redone. We have the, the, we're expanding the Clout Hub group for the networking, the Clubhouse group. We're going to go back on the air on Wednesday. And um, yes, there's a Facebook group, but we're looking at other platforms in order to do it. We're going to be doing it within some of these other groups. So everybody can find each other. So then that way you could start your day. We're going to do it something where we'll have it like a, we'll have a Zoom meeting. Um, and I hate using the word Zoom or Zoom, but if it's, if it's the easiest platform for people, I'm, I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. And I want to make it easy for people to participate. I want to make it part of your routine so that when you start your day, after you do your pray, your plan, and your take action, when you hit your take action, um, after you do, you know, your planning, like we talked about with, uh, Colleen, you're going to make those gratitude lists, right? Then you're going to actually just kind of be repositioning your thought process. That's after you do the praying because that's the foundation, right? Uh, Pastor Greg hit it spot on. The fundamentals uh, that, that we are not putting into the, in the conservatives are not. They're taking themselves away from that. But when that should be the foundation for everything, it makes a huge difference. So again, uh, we, we've got it. We, we've got the potential to make something amazing here, but we need everyone to participate. You're participating to save not only your country, but to save your own freedoms. Again, Save My Freedom is, is the, the movement we put together. Go to our Take Action uh, menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And then what you'll be doing is um, join the newsletter so you can stay in touch because obviously we're under sabotage 
by all the, the social media platforms and all the digital platforms. So that, that is apparent beyond belief. I, I, may, I have told you guys all about this as it happens. Oh, and another thing today, I went to go post on Facebook and it just kept saying posting, posting, and it never posted it. And I just said, all right, I'm going to just click the button again and, and log off because what's the point? It was, I left it go for five minutes. So now not only can I not stream there, can I not put it in it? No one can list any of our websites, domain names, website pages, things like that. Um, now I'm having trouble posting. But it is what it is. So again, just because they haven't kicked you off yet doesn't mean that they can't shadow ban and doesn't mean that they can't prevent your, um, your, your people from seeing any of the posts or uh, like that. They just, just kept, you know, get the button. The thing kept swirling, swirling. So I was like, I, I can't wait for this to do this all day. So uh, we're looking at a couple other different platforms to be a part of in the groups. And then we're going to be doing that and expanding on that. So that's where we're bringing everybody together. We're going to do individual sessions. Like why would you not want to start your day with like a kick-ass group, right? Kick-ass group to save my freedom movement group. And it's, again, it's not just about, uh, it's not not political. It is not. It's business, life, community, because this is so much more than just looking at it political. When they make everything political, nothing becomes political, which means everything is political because it's now life. And you need to participate in your life and the, and, and the lives of the people that you care about in your family and your community because there's people making those decisions for you. And it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better until we actually get in a position where we can take back the control, the power and from local to national. So go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and also check out the Marketplace tab. I want you to go uh, and... Take a look at the, uh, the the supplements from Dr. Zedzelenko. Put in the promo code HOME. You get 5% off free shipping. Don't forget about Mike Lindell and my pillow. You get all those great, incredible discounts. Um, and you could support us and different groups. And you're getting up to 66% off the buy one, get ones, all of that stuff. Great products. It's all promo code HOME. Bright Town Store um, is uh, promo code home also. And there's a couple other ones that are part of the marketplace. So if you go to the take action menu and look at the different, different things, and again, get some preparedness items, get your food, get you, you'll be over at my Patriot supply, just click on the marketplace tab and you will see that. And that, that, um, that'll get you discounts too. Um, they don't have a pro, pro promo code, but it's just part of the link. And again, the great thing about all these promo codes is what we do is we take uh, two to 20% of your total purchase that goes through there because it's a, the promo codes are obviously these people are par- we're partnered with them and, and they're in a partnership with us. We give away those two to 20% of depending on, you know, what, what, what our agreement with them is two to 20%. We give it back to the groups, the organizations that are supporting vets, pets and kids and freedom. So that way it can be something where, uh, you're supporting your communities and groups and organizations that you uh, you share the same values and beliefs with. You don't have to make that donation. You're buying products and services that you normally were going to buy anyway. You're getting an incredible discount. You're never paying more than if you went to those websites directly. And the best part about it is you're helping those groups and those organizations within the community. It's a win-win-win, right? And you're not having to make that extra donation. So it's, we're going to be doing that and, t- and taking care of those groups and those organizations and then letting you know um, which groups we're supporting. So that way you can do the same. How great is that? Um, and again, because we, we know that, you know, 
there's not a ton of money out there, but so we want to make your, you want to be smart about your buying decisions, right? And if you, we've created this vehicle in order for everybody to win and still support. And that way you don't have to make a separate donation check. I'd rather you save the extra money to pay for gas, to go to an event, to participate and to meet some people and network and collaborate. How great is that? So, uh, and then you want some patriotic gear. I just noticed that when I went to go get dressed for my TV show on Friday, I was like, God, I need some more patriotic gear. So we have an, 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 a, a huge page of like six different companies that have all kinds of patriotic gear and accessories and items that you need. And literally everything is there because I couldn't find a couple of companies to do that. And especially our big supporters, the flagship company with Steve Stern, they are, they're great. They're part of the whole program. So go and check out them on the um, marketplace tab. And that's under patriotic gear. You'll see all this stuff. It's really, it's, a, it's amazing what we're put together. So uh, what I'm going to do today, you know, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm just asking it to show up, right? It doesn't cost anything to join the movement. Tell your friends, tell your family. Thank everyone for listening to the show and sharing. And I know that there's been some obstacles with here. You know, we're delivering it. Again, it's always going to be a podcast after it's live. Where blog talk radio is where it's recorded and that is a live stream. So as these other companies are causing issues, at least, you know, you can rely on that except for two weeks ago at episode 298 where they screwed us. But what do you know what I mean? What I'm going to do is bobbing and weaving, bobbing and weaving. Um, but then uh, I'm going to get all this live stuff taken care of because this is just crazy. So, you know, so pissed. You can't even, you can't even understand. Well, I'm actually not because it's, kind of not surprised but anyway um we're bringing on an incredible amount of uh partners that are participating in all this really to get to the resources you need um perfect example of the event that was at uh the um oh something the mandates defeat the mandates it was a great event i didn't i didn't realize it was on yesterday until i two hours in that's just unacceptable and I should have known where is the site that actually brings all those together that's us so I'm kicking it in a gear I'm going to make everything happen pretty hardcore here in the next week but anyway just join us now and we really uh we've got a lot of things in the hopper and we're bringing it all together where you can really make it easy user-friendly to find it and you can rely on it I have so do that, everything, homeaboutus.com. And I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play that We Will Not Comply song because I heard it at the end of the event yesterday. And then we're going to take it. That'll be the, uh, instead of God Bless America, we're going to do that one because I think it's important, important. And again, share the show, share this platform, share other shows that you think were, in, uh, that were great information for you on this um, with your friends, your family, your business contacts. Sign up for the newsletter and uh, let's do this together. We got this. We got this. Again, it's our Joshua moment. This is our time. So remember, once you commit, everything changes and uh, things are going to be coming at you real hardcore, but you have the resources now. You have the content. You have the information. You have got supplements. You've got extra food supplies. You're getting, uh, you're, you're getting everything that you need to do to be prepared and you're getting the right mindset because you want to, as I keep saying, you, you know, if, if depending on how things go, if they get a little, they get a little hairy and they get a little squirrely, you want to make sure that you are optimizing yourself at your business level too, where you're doing is the best that you can. And you're, you're going, okay, my business is extremely like, this is the most we've ever done in business. And 
I'm going out with a bang, right? So if the, if the, if the poop hits the fan and um, they decide to like shut stuff down, uh, I'm, I'm going out on top and I'm going to say I gave it all I did and I busted my ass in every aspect because I literally became that 2.0 version starting like kick ass in April and I encourage you to do the same, right? And uh, so when somebody says, Michelle, wait, what did, what did you do in 2022? I said, I gave it all my all, dude. I showed up every day in every aspect and I, and I, I made it happen. I made it happen. And uh, that's all, that's all you can do. Remember courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. Keep that common sense cap on all day, sleep in it and encourage your do your friends to stay, your friends to do the same. Renew your faith. And we've got to restore our republic. That's what this is all about. So a special thank you to all of our partners, the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network, their information, their episodes on in in all these amazing resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Go check out everything homeaboutus.com. Tune in Friday on our TV show at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, where I'm going to have Professor Dave Clements come on and then I'm going to also have Jim Lehman, who's running for U.S. Senate here in the great state of Arizona, or shall I say, going to be the great state of Arizona. So we're going to get this sucker fixed, and we're going to get things turned around. He's an incredible candidate. He's definitely the only one. He is the best option for Arizona. And then, of course, next Monday, we're going to have another incredible, incredible show with spectacular guests. Five guests, seven-minute segments, and then three uh, bigger, longer shows for everybody to tune into. And that, um, that's it for me, guys. That's it. Uh, there's so much to share, but this is it. So um, tune in to Stu Peters tonight on TV, And then just check on TV because I know Ann Vandersteel's going to do some. I don't know if she's replaying the same episode or not. I'm going to go listen to it now and see what the difference is compared to what we already know, especially since a lot of these people have been on the show and the new information that he's bringing out. And let's do this. Let's all join together. This is how we're going to make it. This is how we're going to save this country. We're going to motivate the masses to get off their asses. That includes you. Become part of the movement with the Save My Freedom movement. We got this. You got this. We all got this. Where is? Where is the show? I will not comply. Uh, F them, dudes. I will not comply. That's all I got to say. Here we go. Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific time. TV. Great show. We will not comply with the institution's sick illusion. No, it won't be televised. Welcome to the revolution. You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life. 
laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.